Take a drink for a second. Make all the noise. Yeah. Make it. No, you're not being loud enough. Make it louder. Louder drink. Louder. Louder. I need more. Need some. I'm not need breaking some. the glass. I need I'm not <laughs> doing it. Here, I'll. Well, there goes all our listeners. Not Steve. Hi everyone, welcome to. Do you forget the name of the show? No, my oh, my voice sounds weird for some reason. Hi everyone, hi, hello, hello, hello. Oh, I guess it's okay. Hello, hello. Could just be the way the mic is or the anything. Anyway, I'll start again. Sure, I'll start one more time. You know, I'm not going to start again. My name is David Dedrick. Oh, all right, fine. Uh, I'm Ian Boothby. And welcome to Sneaky Dragon, everyone. This week on the show, why does Dave's voice confusion. sound weird? Yeah, <laughs> That's right. my voice sounds kind of echoey today. Mm-hmm. It's as if I was recording this in the bathroom. Wait a second. I wonder what you were sitting on. Well, you 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 did say you might have gotten a little bit of an entry at work. Maybe that's giving you more <laughs> of an echo. Right. <laughs> yes. No, it's in the nether regions. This uh, see, that's injury. what it sounds like. I ah. think the nether regions would have mm, an echo. Yeah. Which normally injuries you get in the Netherlands, but uh, uh, yeah, I pulled a groin today. I was uh, who's. Doing- Yes, that's a good question, actually. Thank you for asking that. But it was mine, mine, uh, for a change. And I did it playing spike ball, of all things. Oh, okay. Doing some lateral movement, uh, quick off the mark in order to try and get to the ball. And uh, I guess I must have overdid it. Are you happy with uh, how the game went? Was it worth it for you? Would you do it again? Well, I think I think we overdid it today because we played three games at lunch and then we did two more games during our second break. Oh, wow. Okay. And I think that was pushing pushing my... my, my uh, maximum allotted spike ball time now you do a job that is uh, physically intensive and then yeah, pretty, and then, pretty physically in, not super well it depends yes it's physically intense very good asked and answered uh <laughs> and then for your break you do yeah. an even more physically intensive right. activity work up a real a real sweat right a real and then, dripping with sweat and then when you're yeah. nice and tired yeah back to work back to work to yeah. your physically intensive job so the physically intensive job yeah all right well it's so fun just so you know sure work it's something I look forward work to. Work is the fun part. I do enjoy the work. Oh, but good, I okay. also, I look forward to lunch the whole day. Oh, nice. To play spike ball. Well, how much so. of your lunch is spent having a lunch? Well, I basically, as soon as the, soon as the, uh, we're, we, the intercom says it's lunchtime, then I, I race to my locker, put on my running shoes, mm-hmm. grab my sandwich, right. head outside. What's so, your, and you have a drink? Do you have water? Yeah, I'll have water. Nice water. Okay. And, uh, and I'll take that outside and then I'll just be waiting for everyone else to come out there. So as soon as we can get everyone out, we start playing. And what's your sandwich usually? My sandwich? A meat sandwich with mustard and cheese. Very nice. And bread. So like a roast beef, something like that? No, I prefer Ham? I prefer salami. Okay. So um, it's been decided, not by myself, that I only like Genoa salami. So that's all I've been getting for the last little while. But that's okay. I like okay. it. Okay. I do like it. You've got a committee that decides these things? Yeah. The butcher's block, so <laughs> to speak. Yes. <laughs> the buying committee. <laughs> And so, yeah, I, uh, so, so I, I'm all ready to play. I've got, you know, so I wolf my sandwich down as right. quick as I can. So I'm all. You all don't ready. do your groin warm ups? Apparently not. I should maybe do some stretches. Do you do stretches before you uh, start? Uh, no, I don't. How about when you go to the gym? Do you do a stretch? I do stretch stretches when I'm done. Oh, when you're done? Yeah. Okay, but no warm up stretches. No, I don't really need it. I don't do that. I don't do anything that intense, I don't think. Yeah, I've been trying to do exercise lately, and that's the one thing that I, uh, I end up usually forgetting is the stretching. 
and uh, then you're then you're told afterwards it's very important. It is important, yeah, because most of your like back injuries you'll get are related, not really related to injuries in your back, but are related to ten, like tendons pulling on your back muscles. So often your hamstrings, you'll get them tight from running, let's say, or doing mm-hmm. leg exercises. And so then they start pulling down on your back muscles and that gives you like a, a sore back and you're all like, oh, my back sore. I must be having a bad back. But really it's just because you're not doing stretches. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I always, uh, when I finish at the gym, I always pray to Allah mm-hmm. for a little while. And then I do another one where I, I pretend I'm humping the, 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 the thing I'm on the pad. Oh, how does, that. how does Allah feel about that? Who does? How does Allah feel about that? Allah, <laughs> I don't know what Allah makes of it. No, I just, I just go into that, that kind of, type you know how when you see when people pray yeah. to allah so i'll be on my knees and then i'll put my hands in front of me and then i'll lean back and put my haunches down against my calves to stretch my back out to stretch out the, the this i have sometimes with uh with different religions and why I, I don't think like even though i'm not catholic anymore i don't think i could adopt a new religion is most of them involve uh, stretching and putting your body in positions that uh, i can't quite do I- yeah, I like, don't think uh, when you're praying that you have to do that 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 rigorous. I just do it because I'm just. I'm sure because I just describing elderly the, people who would not be able to do it. Yeah, yeah otherwise. But I'm just like, describing the position I'm in because gotcha. they give you a, a kind of a. You, this is my if thing. You know like that, if you know how. Whenever I that. look at like yoga or uh, you know, first of all, yoga just seems it's just oh so hard. Yeah. But like even like meditation, we're like okay, uh, let's sit cross-legged. Well, I'm out. Because you can't sit cross-legged. But I wasn't able to sit cross-legged when I was like six. Mm. Like I just, I still couldn't do it. It just was never comfortable for me. I can sit cross-legged, but I cannot sit. Oh, but there's a way I cannot sit comfortably. And I can't remember what it is now. In a chair? Are you comfortable? No, it's a sitting on the floor kind of a stance that my friend used to do. And I could never do it. But I can't remember what it was. Yeah. I was doing some of that mindfulness meditation. And that one is you sit in a chair and you got to sit upright. You know, with your feet flat on the floor. Okay. And it's just like, oh, this just doesn't feel good either. Like, all I can think is like, this is really uncomfortable for me. <laughs> like, so uncomfortable to the That's starting great. point. Like, and obviously yeah. the person who invented this loves sitting this way and so started it off in, yeah. this, in this capacity. Yeah. And it's just like, oh boy. It's just like praying is like, well, okay, well, how are you going to do this? You first get on your knees. Knees. Oh, oh, my knees. This is no good. Ouch. Most, most people just sit at church. Mm-hmm. At, at where I go. I stand, but most people just sit. So you're standing and everyone else is sitting. You're looking like a big there's shot. A f- there's a few people who stand and then most other people sit. Okay. I'm not alone in that. I just feel like I don't want to kneel because you have to go get like a, kne- a kneeler, like a pad to put on the floor in front of you. Oh, okay. And because most people don't kneel, you, when you, if you kneel, you're like have your head almost against a person's back who's sitting in front of you in the chair. Like when you normally, if you kneel in a church, everyone else is kneeling. So there's no one in front of you. So you can, you can use the chair in front of you to kind of support yourself. Right. But in this case, no, because there's someone sitting there. And so basically, if you lean on their chair, you just have their, your face comfortably resting on their back, which probably wouldn't be very comfortable for them. The person behind them with their head, forehead against their back. I'm comfortable. I hope you are. Um, so I stand. Just because I think that when you pray, you should not be uncomfortable, but you should have like a, a sort of mindful, you know, be mindful of in your yeah. thing. Where if I'm sitting, I'm probably just going to daydream. Right. Let's face it. It's me. I daydream during spike ball. So... Sometimes we'll have a play and I'll be like, oh, I should have been playing. I was actually thinking about something. So then I feel kind of embarrassed. And all of a sudden you pulled your groin. So then I... <laughs> Who did? You, well, I don't oh. know. I'm assuming you, you said you did. Like You said your groin was pulled mm-hmm. and you said you did it. I did it. But I don't want to... Listen, whatever me. happens at Spikeball stays at Spikeball. It's probably... I ran this morning at the gym. So maybe I'm just overdoing a little bit leg-wise. But it's so hard to say no to Spikeball. But I might have to say no to two spike balls a day. <laughs> Just because it's, you know, you do need the, a break, you know. 
like everyone I'm playing with are in their their twenties or thirties. So I I don't want to be like a killjoy, but mm-hmm. at the same time, guys, I'm older than you. Sure, that's what that's what I want to point out all the time. But I am older than you. But you can't compare it to your old spike ball days because it didn't used to exist. No, that's right. Like when I was that's your right. age, this wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. That's true. No, that's true. And when they're your age, they'll be a new thing. And what will it be? Be hook ball or something, <laughs> something crazy. It'll be something ball. Sure, it'll be fun. Yeah. The yeah, it's strange playing now, like in my my early fifties, where like just throwing a ball, like a base, like throwing like a baseball throw, mm-hmm. I can't really do anymore because my shoulders are too sore to throw. Like a like I can't get the full motion. Okay. So if I throw a ball, it's kind of a very tight. Basically, I almost throw it towards the ground rather than to the person. Right. If I just lob it with just my elbow, like just my elbow moving and just throwing it, you know, kind of underhanded or whatever, it's fine. Or if I throw like a sidearm, I'm okay. But using my my shoulder, my shoulders just don't like it anymore. They've decided to pack it in. Were you? Did you used to play baseball? Uh, well, I never played organized sports as a kid. Uh, I did a little bit, but I was I didn't enjoy the jockishness of it i wasn't a jockey yeah. kid did you ever like when you, any of your businesses you were in like uh, have like a softball team or anything like that no i never was in a place like that okay uh, i've been to that a couple of times and, mm. and yeah we all the next week are like feeling our arms like and not from the game but from our warm-ups yeah yeah just like all right let's warm up and so we toss the ball around for like a half hour or whatever yeah and then you know and you don't feel it then and then you go into the game and your adrenaline kicks in yeah. usually and then you're playing the game and then for the next week you're like my lord <laughs> for like throwing a ball for a half hour yeah, yeah your arm feels like it's gonna fall out what 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 is this yeah no I mean, I... you can't say you... Oh, my poor arm. I was playing softball yeah. and get like a lick of sympathy from like anybody. Mm. I'm pretty sympathetic. I think actually softball is a, or baseball softball, despite how it looks, is actually a really physically demanding game. Mm-hmm. Like everyone I know, like a lot of when, when I used to play um, uh, volleyball, which for people who don't know is a, is like playing volleyball, only you play it in a racquetball court. So you can use the sidewalls as part of the playing area. So you can, you can, ricochet the ball off the walls and, and hope for you know weird bounces that will confuse the other players so but almost everyone i play with play softball in the in the summertime spring and summertime and they're and their ages now they're always injured mm. and so when it goes into like volleyball season because uh softball is wrapped up slow pitch is wrapped up they're they're unable to play because they're all nursing sore knees and mm. bad ankles and all, all the plantar injuries and stuff because it really requires you to you know, on the spur of a moment, run really hard, really fast, you know, and, and it just seems to like injure people. Cause I guess we just, you know, we're okay, like running, but to have to suddenly like take off really fast, as you can see from my, not that you can see it, but as you know, from my, you don't know it either. From what do you believe about, <laughs> what you believe about my groin pull? Right. It's a similar thing. Word where, on the street about your groin yeah, pull is. I put it up. Yeah. If, I'm gonna I'll be in the Vancouver Sun tomorrow in the what's yeah. Wait a what's second, I'm getting a notification from your group on Facebook. <laughs> oh, all right, yeah, okay, go, go it's ahead. A, it's a Facebook official. Um, Sneaky groin. It's that's it's the same sort of thing. Like you're doing sudden bursts of activity. That's the thing. Sudden jerky yeah. movements yeah. are not a person past fifties friend. Yeah, that's exactly right. And and I do I am weak there in my groin. Like I have there's a there's a exercise machine at the gym both both gyms i've gone to have this machine which i've never never used but it's kind of like it has like a padded piece that sticks out like a cylinder that sticks out and then i guess when you activate this machine like 
And it's not like a, it's not like an electro- electric machine, just like, you know, yeah. what I mean? like the weight, I'm the familiar with machine. what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. And so you would use your leg to lift, yeah. put it down. And it's, I guess it helped build, builds up your groin. Sure. But my feeling about it is, do I really need to want to build up my groin muscles? But I, I would say yes, as of today <laughs> and hearing your story and how much we've talked about your groin so far at the beginning of the show. The well, answer is yes. Yes, you would want to build that up. And this really could just be... I think a, your groin is shouting out to you, sending you a message mm, right be, now. It is be. texting you. It is going, yeah. please, David, pay some attention to me. I might have to incorporate that into my, my yeah. leg day. What day is that? Thursday. It's groin day. Well, leg day. It'll be part of leg day. Really? Yeah. Wouldn't it be more fun to just have groin day? Like um, one day that's just like, just for the groin? I already have six days, so that would be no day off for me. Okay. I'm not going to What else that. can take a break? Arm day? You don't need your arms. Come on. <laughs> your arms are fine. Well, it's tr- it's true. Like, you probably do almost all the exercises you do using your arms anyway. So, you could probably drop Fine. Arm so, day. arms out, groin is in. No, I'm not going to do that. Your groin is in. <laughs> the great, the, the arms are your, our arms are like your, like your, your biggest show off part of your, your weight training. Sure. Like, so, um, until the groin kicks in. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll start doing, <laughs> I'll start doing more groin training. Then it can be suns out, buns out. I'll just take off my pants when the sun comes out. Why than, not? Rather than take off my shirt. That seems a very Vancouver thing to do. I'm I'm quite happy with the little uh, silly gym that I found because I've been going to this neighborhood pool that will close any day, I'm sure, because no one's there. Mm. It's like usually it's me and three old ladies and then a crew that hangs out in the hot tub and socializes. You know those guys. Yes. Yes, you do. Uh, <laughs> occasionally, they make their way to the sauna yep. and then back to the hot tub, sure. and this is their life, yep. and this is how they live, and yep. it's fine. Uh, actually, I really like the women who are like outside, and they're usually in the basketball court, and they're doing Tai Chi to like 1930s music, and it's very, very sweet. Huh. It's one of the sweetest things you've ever seen. Okay. And sometimes it's they're mostly uh, they're mostly um, Asian women, and it's yep. like Chinese music that's playing sometimes. But then it's all sometimes it's old timey, just 1940s American music and they're just moving very slowly to it and it looks it's really charming and appealing and it's just so sweet and then you know you go inside and there's you know whatever three people just oddly floating in the pool and like i got basically a pool to myself so i can do i can do lanes but the other nice thing there is they've got a a, like a fitness center okay that usually has two people in it that are just doing the treadmill and Uh that's it yeah so i can finally do weights without like uh being behind like two weight guys with another guy behind me and I'm like, I don't want to be in this. Uh, but I can actually like go and just do things nice and slow. It's mm. pretty good. That, yeah, that, that stuff doesn't bother me. I uh, know. I know it doesn't. It doesn't bother me at all that other people are there. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Fine. That's good. That. Yeah, no, just gyms have always been like terrible experiences, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like it's nice that there's just no one there. Fine, I'm just going to use this stuff. We've talked about it and I, I just feel like I was so lucky when I started grade 11 gym which was like the first time I'd ever been like in a gym class where people like actually changed. You know, like at, when we went to junior high school, boys would just put their, would just pull their clothes back over their, yep, gym, or just take off their gym shorts. Yeah, like they were superheroes, but they didn't, and they'd put them back over their superhero yeah, suits yeah. and go out. You ever wonder, like, with superheroes, it's like uh, you know, after Batman does his Batmaning and then puts his stuff back over this like because yeah. he's done yeah but now it's like well, i gotta put the the three-piece suit on because i gotta be bruce wayne okay then he goes back into the meeting and everyone's like pu <laughs> hey stinko what's that about what were you doing were you he, at the gym he probably has a shower you think batman has a shower after he's done like yeah. he goes back to the bad cave yes, he does showers up gets mm-hmm. a fresh suit why not because he's got to go to wayne enterprise that feels nice it feels nice to have a shower after you've been wearing a, a rubber latex suit mm-hmm. believe me i know <laughs> um the other thing I think of when you ask me those sort of, these sort of questions is, 
He's not a real person. He's just a character in a comic. Right. But in the context of the comic, like if you're Adam West, you're the Adam West yeah. Batman. Yeah. He goes and he fights the villain. Well, he's Joker. not in a rubber latex suit. No, that's what I mean. Like he's yeah. in like a suit that would actually, I don't know if it wicks away moisture or what. Yeah. But like, and then he puts his suit like on his suit and oh my, like I think about Superman. Yeah. And I go, if he's got the red, uh, underpants, overpants. Yes. Then he's got so many sets of pants. Yeah. Like he's got that. Then he's got the suit underneath, so it's like red. <laughs> then the blue. Then underneath that, he's got his he's got his regular underwear because I yeah. think he's not going commando. Then when he becomes uh, Clark Kent, he's yeah. got to put another set of pants on that. So that's like four pants deep. Yeah. Like if if Superman ever has like Clark Kent ever has to go take a whiz, yeah, he's got to do like four sets of like he's got so much business to take sure, out sure. and hopefully not the cape flopping behind him on the toilet yeah because that's going to unfoil and then it falls in the toilet and now what do you do you just use your heat vision to dry it out you know <laughs> but still you're not going to still feel clean so this is a real problem this is a real this is what i like to call this is uh first superman world problems first superman world problems yeah. first kryptonian problems yeah <laughs> last kryptonian problems i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> What was uh what was uh Kirby's thing called? New Gods? Yeah, but what was it like what was his um series called? Like it had a name like something world. Forever people? No, it had like a name like something world. Like the whole kind of Fourth World. Fourth World, yeah. So yeah. Fourth World Problems, I guess we could say. Sorry. <laughs> I I'll remember that in two years' time. Yeah. When we bring this thing up again and we come around to that, I'll say Fourth World Problems. Sure. But okay, but you were you were speaking of I was just gonna time. say that, that in, you were changing with gentlemen. In junior high, yeah. you know, we would just we would go and be active for an hour. Sure. We would go back to, to the, to the, the gym locker room and we would just, I, I personally did not keep my gym, my gym stuff on. I would, would take you it shower off. with the other. No, no, we, no, no one showered yeah. when I was, when, when I went to junior high school, no one showered. Like no one dreamed of going into the shower. Yeah. The shower was for, for the shy guys who didn't want to, who didn't want people to see that they're wearing motorcycle underwear. Yes, I wore motorcycle underwear. My mom bought it for me. Sure. But they, she was yeah, hoping you would join a bike gang. That's the only reason that they <laughs> well, going to join a bike gang with my underwear. I guess, bike gang, yeah. The underwear gang. Yeah. Well, I, sure. Yeah, sure. I don't think you show it, but like she's yeah, no, going, that's the way that you, you would become a hell's angel or something your, at some point. That's what. That's how you get your kid out of the house. Yeah, that's part of that's part of the uh, the you know the hazings. They have to show your underwear to them. If yeah. You have, if you have a motorcycles on it, and they go like, oh, that, this guy checks out. He's cool. <laughs> so yeah. So then when I went to to senior high school mm-hmm. well things are serious now like guys can't go walk around stinking because they were in gym for an hour running around no girls aren't gonna like them right and you care now you care about how you smell right so now guys are showering but here's where i was lucky okay what were you lucky i took because we had modular gym classes i mentioned this before i'm discompensating again what the heck sure because we had Listen, modular we're, we're gym almost classes up to like 400 episodes you're gonna repeat yeah, some stories don't worry about it it's all right because we had modular uh, I took the swimming class, and that was the first module of of my gym year, and so it was like eight of us, mm-hmm. like three guys and five girls who went to the. We got into a bus, little right. a little bus, and we got ride to the Sun God Arena, and we went swimming there. And then right, we which was uh, was it a couple blocks away, or what was it? Yeah, it wasn't too far. It wasn't a. It was ten like minutes. it seems to it was me a five minute drive. Probably. Well, this is what this is what seems to me like. Wasn't your class like an hour? Yeah. This doesn't seem enough time to swim. Oh, no, it was fine. You got 10 minutes there, 10 minutes back. No, no, that it was takes about five tw- minutes to drive there. Five minutes there. Yeah. Five minutes back. That takes 10 minutes yeah. off. You got 50 minutes now. You need five minutes to change. Change, yeah. change sure. first, then back. Now we've taken another, uh, we've now taken another 10 minutes off. That's 20 minutes, meaning you got 40 minutes to yeah, swim. Yeah, we had 40 minutes to swim. That's fine. That's a, that's plenty. Uh, okay. That's plenty. Seems time to short. Swim. You know what? It's swimming for 40 minutes is better than not swimming, right? Okay. 
Like I would, it just I'll seems take it. really tight. As a person who loves to swim, I yeah. would, I'll take it. Okay, I'll take the forty minutes. So, but because there were so few of us, the guys were like just stripping off naked in the locker room, and of course, this made me uncom- uncomfortable at first because I I am not a strip off. You in like front to of strip people. off in public. <laughs> that's the thing. You're like guys, no, where's the fun in this? The exact opposite of that. Oh, okay, so, very good. So it made me, re- I was really shy at first, right? I was like, oh, I don't want right. to be stripping naked in front of these guys. But then I was like, well, I can't be the only one who goes into a, a locker and changes inside the locker. So I'm going to have to do this. Right. That would make you like Superman. He would like go into a phone booth. <laughs> That's right. Very shy. So then I had to, I just did it. So I just did it. Right. And then once I did it, there was no big deal. No one went, ha ha, Dedrick, or anything like that. So no. it was all it was all fine. And so then when I finished the swimming module and started into the actual like bunch of guys in a locker room all being behaving like bunch of gorillas it was fine i could just undress in front of them i could take a shower in front of them and everything was okay i didn't even have to think about it you know because i did i had that little bit of a a baby step to 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 that next level like probably if i had started like just throwing right into like men's fitness or whatever bunch of guys coming in from running i probably wouldn't have showered or i would have been too shy to, to do that but because of this little kind of smaller step, I was able to junior. Yeah, junior high. Everyone's body's on random anyway, and they don't. They don't know nothing. Yeah, they don't know. Do I smell? Do I not? Mm-hmm. Some people have a full beard. Some people, <laughs> you know, have no hair on their body whatsoever. It's all just. It's all just bananas. Yeah. It's uh, this, that, and the other. Sure. Did you ever? Uh, did you ever go skinny dipping? I've ever gone skinny dipping. Yes, I have actually. Mm-hmm. Um, strangely enough, in the Queen Charlotte Islands, I went skinny dipping there. What was the circumstance? Well, we had it. We arrived there a day early, basically. Who's we? Well, I was working on the fishing boat. Okay. And so we came. We had to go up there for the sockeye run, and we arrived the day before the the run opened. Mm -hmm. So we couldn't do any fishing. We just had to. So we had an off day. And so the skipper and I decided it'd be fun if we rowed our boat down this kind of inlet that we were in and see what was there. And so we we got into the you know the the rowboat on the boat on the uh, fishing boat that I was on. And he made me row, which is, uh, he didn't make me like, you know, row, Dedrick, and whip. He just said, do you want to row? And I said, sure. I <laughs> yeah, I'm glad he didn't whip I had never good. done it, so I wasn't really like a expert at rowing or anything. So he he just, you know, put up with me rowing. And it was kind of fun. And we rowed along this inlet, and we looked up, and there was this big buck deer standing there just watching us. Mm. And, of course, my skipper went, oh, I've only had my rifle. <laughs> Can't we just enjoy it? But anyway, whatever. So then we, because uh, we could enjoy it as food, I guess, as right. well, but whatever. So then... Because the buck also had a rifle at the moment. It was the, very yes, dangerous. Yes, that's right. We, I wish we, yeah. wish right. we had our gun, wish too. Wish we had our gun, too. But, yes. And so. he's like, move along. Mm-hmm. Luckily, that was just the first act. So it was okay. Oh, it, wasn't, it doesn't get used then. Then the so, buck stopped there. <laughs> and so then we got to this like a little creek. Yeah. And then we w- followed this creek. All the way up to this like lake. What would he do? He shoots it, and then you got to put it the the buck in the boat. Now you're like, yeah, yeah, this with you. We dress it, and then we we dress it, and then yeah. freeze the meat in the in the freezer. But you'd have it like, okay, I got that. Would you have? Ah, uh, forget it. Anyway, I'm just like, it seems like it's more trouble than it's worth. <laughs> Not just like that who likes is, that sort of thing. No, I understand, but that's yeah. a big chunk of your day is like, yeah, yeah, getting it dressed. We had it. all day. Okay, fair enough. We had a day off, so for, right. for him, like the idea, like I could shoot it, dress it, throw the meat in the meat locker, and we've got. We got free meat. We got steaks or whatever for. That is true. Okay. Like I'm not experienced, or he would just keep it there as a lump until he got back to to where he lived, and then he'd just take it to a local, uh, you know, butcher, and then they would. There are lots of butchers who will do do game, you know, cut mm, up the game okay. into steaks and roasts and all that kind of stuff. 
But anyway, it didn't happen. We just watched, we'd watched it, or it watched us and we watched it as we, as we went along. And we followed this creek and we got to this lake, this beautiful lake. And then we decided we should go swimming. But of course we were just wearing our clothes. So we just, uh, stripped down and, and jumped into the lake and went for a swim. It was really something else. It was great. It was yeah, a really great nice. experience. Yeah. yeah. Just to be. But you got out in the bucket, in the middle got in your clothes and run out, run off. And the buck was wearing your clothes. <laughs> How often do you get to go swimming, like, in a place where there's no one, mm-hmm. like, literally no one around at all? Like, we were in the middle of nowhere. How cold was the water? Not bad. I mean, it was the middle of summer, so if it was cold, it was fine. Like, okay. I don't mind cold water right. in the summertime. I've it, never been in a not really cold lake. Like, anytime mm-hmm. someone's like, let's go for a lake swim. Well, that sounds great. Yeah, Jump yeah. in. Motherfucker. <laughs> this is insane. There are a lot of cold lakes around here because almost all our, all our lakes are all glacier fed. Right. So, they're all from the snow runoff feeds the lake. So, mm-hmm. if you go anywhere, like, on the other side of the Fraser, like, through Stave Lake and all those places up Hatsik Lake and whatnot, they're all really super cold. Yeah, traditionally, including like, Harrison. you go into, like, you know, you, you go in the ocean and it's, like, it's it's coldish. But now jump around for a bit. Mm. Ah, now I'm used to it. Now nah, you're fine. Yeah. Go for a swim in a lake. Ah, jump around for a bit. Jump around longer. Yeah. Jump around a bit longer. This is still fucking cold. Mm. It's never not cold. It's just really cold. All you yeah. think about is the cold. I but I'm glad. I'm kid. glad that your uh, your lake experience. That's was so a good funny. One. I remember when uh, my brothers and I were little. My mom and dad played in a slow pitch league, mm-hmm. and they had um, they had their barbecue end of the year barbecue at out at um, the Cultus Lake. And it was in the early November, early October. But of course, it's a lake. Right. And we're going there. So we had to swim because we're young, we're boys. And so we were swimming. We probably swam for about 45 minutes and we're all purple. Oh, sure. We were just purple. We could, like, our hands were, our hands were almost blue. And, uh, we were really cold, but (laughs) it was so much fun. It was so much fun swimming that, uh, we just put up with it. It's amazing what, what kind of, like, I don't think I could do that now, like, as a, as an adult. Yeah. I when I was 11, furnace. we lived in a house for six months that had a pool in the backyard, which mm, nice. was just amazing. Yeah. yeah. And so we got deep into October and I was still swimming in the pool. It didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? It's cold. Yeah. So what? It's yeah. still swimming. Sure. Exactly. We have a pool. And you're little, you're a little kid. And so you have this little furnace inside you. Right. Which now we know it's just, as, as where we are in our lives, it's just like a, a slowly dying ember that's inside us. So we just don't have that internal, you know, heat that we had as kids. That when we when us. we moved to the new place, because you're a kid and now you've seen Paris. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had a big backyard, and I was saying to my dad, uh, "We should have a pool back yeah. here." And he's like, "Oh, it'd just be too expensive." And, he, and I asked, "Like, how much is it to like dig a pool?" And he went ten thousand hmm. dollars. And so I've always pictured ten thousand bucks as just like you got that you're mm. gonna make a pool why wouldn't you yeah why wouldn't you ever do that yeah uh, there was a he's probably also thinking about like in terms of having to heat it through the year like those there's also maybe also other expenses but it was so good to oh, have yeah. a pool we loved it of course and it was. it was just like if you're an adult why would you not have a pool if you had room to have a pool we did yes i mean my dad always wanted a pool and and part of why he put it in was because they were building behind us they're starting to build houses behind us and he's like well this is our one chance to do it before people are behind us and we can't just bring in a, a mm, you know, a bring in a, right. a, a whatever. So I didn't, things. I didn't realize it wasn't there when you moved in. Like you actually watched it being built. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. That yes. must have been fun. The first like day is like, here's the pool. Oh we my God. A, yeah. Yeah. How old were you when, uh, when, uh, grade eight. Oh, that's a good age. Yeah. No, it was really good. It was a good age. I think my parents also kind of wanted to wait for us to grow up. So that it wasn't like dangerous for right. my youngest brother. And yeah. So we, well, grade eight. Summer grade eight, we started. Uh, actually, it, no, no, we had it for the summer. But what was interesting was my cu- my cousins moved back from from Manitoba and moved in near us, and they moved moved into a house that had a pool in it. 
And so actually, while our pool was being built, we were swimming, spent a lot of the summer at their pool mm. while our pool was being built. So we actually did have access to a pretty good pool anyway, but not one that we just walked out a door and could hop into and go swimming in the morning before school, which was pretty great. And I'll never forget coming back from, this is grade nine, I came back from the Abbotsford Air Show, which I hated so much because it was so noisy and I couldn't stand the noise of the planes. So I was just, I sat in the car, even though it was like boiling hot in the car. Right. And I had all the windows rolled up. So I, I just couldn't, it was just the noise was just too much for me. I couldn't stand right. it. Still pretty dangerous. So we got home and I was hot and, you know, yeah. tired from this day. Yeah. And I pretty much just like got out of the car, ran into the house, threw on my bathing suit, jumped into the pool right away. And it was so refreshing that day. Like I can, I'll never forget like jumping in the pool that, that time. And then this other, and then like almost after swimming like for a little while, the phone rings. And it's my friend who had just moved back into the area from Ontario because his mom had been transferred up to Ontario for a year. And then she got transferred back out here. And so he phoned and said, hey, I'm back. We should hang out. So it was just like this crazy great day just because of this pool. Oh, nice. I'll never forget it. It was so good. We had uh, our next door neighbor when I was, before we moved to the house with the pool, I met, I, you know, we lived three places. We lived back in Montreal. Uh, the neighbors were building a pool mm-hmm. next door. And okay. it was great because... Uh, there was a kid that was my uh, sister's age, so I was like, okay, we're going to get in on this pool. Actually. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is going to be pretty great. Uh, um, and so they built this pool, and it was like this big full-size pool. And it was like just so amazing. And then uh, we saw it, and uh, it was all shallow. Like the whole thing was shallow. Oh. And it was because uh, his mom uh, was scared of drowning. Okay. And so she uh, she just made the whole thing a shallow pool. And it was just like, well, one, learn to swim. Two, stay in the shallow end. <laughs> you know, half of the pool will still be shallow. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, nope. So, yeah, they just had the shallow pool. It was like, what a waste of everything. Like, yeah, how could really? you do that? Just just this shallow nonsense, you know, that's... there. And it was like, oh, that's so sad. So that is, sad. That is awful. Yeah. We're, and then the other thing we were lucky about is our next door neighbors were an older couple. And they had an indoor pool at their house. So they, in the backyard, they had built a pool and then they covered it. Wow. And so, so we, all year long. Yeah, we could go swim. They would let us go swimming there in the winter because they're an older couple. They didn't have kids anymore. And they're perfectly happy with us coming over and using their pool if they're home. So, yep. So through the winter, we could always go over there and swim. So I never went back to public s- swimming pools. Yeah. From, from If you could have a pool in your backyard, on. would you rather have an indoor or outdoor pool? I would prefer to have an, an outdoor pool. I just think it's nicer in the summertime. Mm-hmm. But I can see the appeal of having a, an, an all-year-round pool. But I, you know, I always liked having the pool in, the, in their backyard as an outdoor pool. Right. You know. Did you come and swim very much at our place? I don't know. A little you, bit. Yeah. 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 We. Used to, it wasn't too far. No. To no. Home. Just bike over. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Leave your bike in the front. No one's going to steal it. Why would they? <laughs> no, Why would they ever steal a bike? That's silly. No one would do that. No. Just drop it on the lawn. Of course. That's how it is. <laughs> yep. You know what? Seems I know it's weird. Were there no bike thieves then? Did no one have that idea? And then one day someone went, you know what? We could steal bikes and buy drugs with them. Mm. And then they did. Yeah. Or were drugs like so plentiful that, you know, you didn't need to steal a bike for it back then? I I just think the population was different and the people who did that sort of thing were kind of in a different area from us that we didn't. Like now it seems to be more spread out, hmm. that population, you know. But in those days, they kind of stuck to one area. Yeah. Basically, in the downtown east side of Vancouver, was basically the place where everyone was gathered together. And everywhere else, everyone was like, hooray. <laughs> but yes, it's a lot different now. You're right. I mean, it's amazing to me that as kids, one of our favorite things to do was go play in houses that were being built. And in those days... I was, really didn't do that, but that was that was a, a yeah, youth thing. Yeah. yeah. 
And there was no security guards in any of these places. There was piles of lumber. Yeah, the one time I did do it, we did get like shot out with rock salt. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I never happened to us. Yeah, we got shot out with rock salt, oh. and uh, I didn't get hit. My friend, uh, my friend got a little bit uh, wow. hit. My friend Tony got a little bit. Yeah. Yikes! Yeah, that never happened to us. We just happily played in these places being built. We would leave once the windows went in. So maybe that made them happy. I don't know. Yeah, you would like jump through, uh, jump through windows and. Oh, we jump all over the place. It was just crazy. But I mean, it started. It off... It feels like such a Jackie Chan movie. It started off normal, right? It starts off just as kind of low-level fun okay but as you do it longer and longer and you're trying to get away from your brothers or friends you get more and more elaborate in your escape the attempts to escape so it gets more and more it gets more and more elaborate. you know what you're doing and also your physical ability you know it keeps increasing because looking back on it were you in any danger at any point Mm -hmm. oh yeah it's amazing to me it's crazy that we played those sort of games the other thing we like to do was fence walk we would get onto our fence and we would walk down all the neighbors' fences mm-hmm. through our neighborhood. We would walk down the hill, and then we'd walk along fences in the other direction. And we'd just walk past people eating, like in the back of the in the summertime. Right. People would be out in their back deck. And they were cool with that? They were like, hey. Yeah, that's about it. So, they'd just be like, hi. We'd be like, hey there. You're like, what are you doing? And you'd go, internet isn't invented yet. That's right. Well, we're just fence walking. Yeah, we'd have you like, seen okay. what video games are like now? They're shit. And like, man, that's a fair point. Okay, <laughs> keep walking. Well, we had... We Try had, playing the Atari uh, Pac-Man game. Give it a shot. Yeah. See if it makes any sense to you. We had Atari. Mm-hmm. And we played it. The Pac-Man game? I don't think we had the Pac-Man. We were more, of a, we were more of a sports family. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, you got like... And look at these five blocks. Yeah. Shoot a block. <laughs> that's and it's, that's it. basketball. That's exactly right. I know, you're right. It wasn't great. But, you know, even at that age as a kid, you were fascinated by it. Sure. Because it was so amazingly Yeah, different. it was a step up from Pong. Yeah. Anything yeah. that was beyond Pong was just amazing. It's crazy. So yeah, we did, but we also, you know, I had my, my next door neighbor was like so full on into playing that and playing, playing house tag that it was just impossible to avoid playing house tag. Like I remember one time my parents were out, my brothers were out. They're probably with my mom and dad at a sports thing and I was at home by myself. So I made like a whole jug of Kool-Aid mm-hmm. and I brought it downstairs and I had a big giant spoon and I was just going to sit and spoon this Kool-Aid into my mouth while watching TV. And I started to sit down and I'm like, oh, happy. I'm going to be able to do this. Knock, knock, knock. It's my friend. Hey, let's go and blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, okay. I just going to put this Kool-Aid in the fridge. Damn. It's going to have such a great Kool-Aid drinking time. <laughs> Through a spoon. You've never done that? No. Oh, I love to do that. Okay. I still do that. To just like, just take mm. your time? Yeah. So what you are actually trying, what you've done is you have made yeah. Kool-Aid soup. <laughs> right? Essentially. You're eating it like soup. I'm eating it like Cold soup. Not, soup. Like it's a, not a, a gazpacho, soup. but it's like, like gazpacho. a Kool-Aid gazpacho. Only it's a sweet, sweet treat. Yeah, it has ice in it. And you just lure the metal spoon into it. Is this a ladle or is this no, a, a spoon. straight out spoon? A spoon, yeah. Teaspoon or tablespoon? Well, if I would, if I do it now, which I still do it, I'll do it with a glass of iced tea. Okay. I will use a, a tablespoon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, I love it. The cold metal and the cold liquid, and oh, it's just great. Interesting. The colder, the better. That's my view of life. Uh, nowadays, we're uh, not using the plastic straws as much anymore, so we got like a bunch of metal straws. And I mm. got to say, I prefer them for a milkshake. I prefer them for a smoothie. Okay. Because they get so cold. They get yeah, really, yeah. really cold, yeah. and it works. It's better, right? Yeah. That's how it is with like a spoon with the ice and the everything. It's just really good. And yeah, you can just have like a slow slow drink while you're watching TV or whatever. You just slowly spoon your drink. It almost feels like that's almost like <laughs> a no thing people would do from. when they're dieting. It's like you mm. can have as much soda as you want. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you have to no have it yeah. uh, one tablespoon at a time. Mm. The, but you can have as much as you want. Yeah. But you've got to put the effort in, and you got to like just 
pace it out that way. I think it came from like making iced tea. Sure. So you spoon in your powder. Yeah. Add your bit of your water, add your ice, and then you'd stir it with your spoon. And of course, you take your spoon out and you go, you put it in your mouth would, and yeah. you, you, then you go, oh, that was good. So then you dip it in and then you go, <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's actually really good. That's I think probably how it happened. And from then on, I just, I always, I always liked, liked it. Well, this all makes sense. Yeah, I've explained my <laughs> bizarre. But anyway, this this time I was doing it, I had like a full size like spoon that you would use to like ladle, like actually like, you know, dish yeah, potatoes Yeah, like, that, or like you're doing punch, punch, a punch bowl uh, ladle. No, but it's not that big. It was more like okay. a big spoon, like a serving spoon sure. for right. serving mashed potatoes or whatever. And so I had that and I was all like up to my mouth and I was <laughs> serving it down. And then my friend, clunk, 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 let's go play. Aww. But I wanted to do I had plans. Do you not see the giant pitcher of Kool-Aid in my house? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) We're going to go fence walk. All right. Let's go fence walk. Yeah, that's the thing, though. You couldn't say no to your friend who wanted to play because you had obligation. Because if you went over to your friend's house and wanted to play, he had an obligation. Now, how old were you around the time when you were This would have been junior high school. So you're, uh, what, you're like 14, 15? I don't know. I don't know how old I was in junior high school. Yeah, sounds about right. Well, (laughs) probably 13. Okay. 13. Now, imagine you looked in your backyard and you saw a bunch of 13-year-olds walking on the fence now. Mm-hmm. Wow. That seems strange. Oh, I love it. Mm. I love it. Yeah, I love, when I, see, I love when I see kids playing. There's nothing that makes me more sad if I hear an adult say, you know what I hate? The sound of kids playing. <laughs> and I have heard people say that. It's so weird to me that you wouldn't like the sound of kids like laughing. Weird. And screaming. Like, like I live a fun. couple blocks from a school, so yes. there's this constant... But isn't constant. it great? But not yeah, constant. But during pretty, recess, pretty constant. During recess yeah. or during lunch, there's time. something going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the sound of kids like having fun. Yeah, like, there's a couple what? of times a day. Like again, before school. Yeah, yeah. Recess, recess, yeah. lunch, mm-hmm. and then like after school, which I guess I read that five times a day is constant. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then after school, people play at the park sure, area sure. as well. So there's always screaming. It's a little quieter, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but, not that. It's not just the straight. Because recess is just great screaming. Like the <laughs> yeah. second it's recess, it's just, ah! And the end of it. And then I love they go that back sound. In. Yeah. I just love that sound. I don't know. It just makes me so happy. No, it's they're having fun. Even Why as not? a teenager, it made me happy. I would just listen to it and be like, ah, oh, that's so great. And then later on, and they go back in and they're all tuckered out. And mm-hmm. now it's time to get stuff in your brain. Yeah. In, our, in our, my neighborhood now, like, uh, you know, the kids, the kids, the girls age all have all aged up. You know, and now they're good. Little, that's what should happen. That's what should happen. But but we've had like a new influx of little kids come into the mm. neighborhood, and so that's great. So now we have little kids playing again, riding their bikes around, yelling and screaming, and 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 it's just fantastic. Like yes, more of that, please. Yeah, we have uh, the the people who live directly behind us. Uh, she's got grandkids, and so they come over to play. Nice. And then my landlord also occasionally does some work downstairs, and he brings his daughter, and she brings her friends, and it's a lot of. Uh, uh, headstand contests. Mm. There's a yeah. lot of, they're very rarely right side up. Yeah. Like these girls <laughs> love being upside down, whether it's cartwheels, uh, yeah. walking on their hands, uh, headstand contests. It's like life is just better upside down. Sure, sure. Well, and maybe they're it. right. Yeah. I like, I, you I know like what, saying in my You head. know what I don't understand is I watch the late night infomercials and there's always the inversion, uh, table. Like you, uh, like it's, it, you, you lie down and then you like go upside down. Okay. And it's like, this is really good for the, for your health, right? You're basically hanging from Why? your ankles, right? What is good about it? I don't know. But they seem to say it's good for you. <laughs> and I, I look at this and I go like, yeah. Uh, cause they're all doing it in their, um, in their garage or in the basement. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how the hell do you get right side up again? And yeah. what happens if you pass out? Mm. Cause it feels like you're upside down for long enough and you're going to be like out. Yeah. yeah. There should be like, 
something that attached to you that goes like beep 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 and like and writes you yeah you know when it's uh it's been enough but no it just looks like there must be a whole bunch of people that are just like flop flopping and that's the that's that's how that goes <laughs> i guess it's been around for a while because i remember a friend in high school's parents had some sort of machine where you you uh hung in the air from boots you put right right that was on. a that was a that was a fuck swing yeah oh, you, it that, was a sex thing oh, okay yeah, I mistook it as an exercise. Oh, of course thing. you did. That's what they say. Yeah, this was uh, something I I actually said to. There was a friend of mine who was uh, over with her uh, visiting visiting someone and said like, "Yeah, my son just looks really fascinated by all the exercise equipment that uh, this guy is a famous guy. Yeah, had in his bedroom." And I said, "Yeah, exercise equipment." <laughs> and she just went, "Oh my god, do you think?" And I was like, "Well, think about what it was." Oh, how would you know? It's all the same stuff. And it's like, yeah, it would be. Basically, it's all the same stuff. It all looks like the same stuff. Huh. But it could be the other thing. Sure. Hmm. But yeah, no, I'm sure it was an exercise. But also, thing. The, he's a, if he's a famous person, he probably needs to exercise. For all the sex. Was that right? Is that sure. Was for? I, famous people get a lot of sex. <laughs> uh, so this person who was hanging upside down, it. was this before or after the Michael Keaton Batman movie came out? Because he... Before. He, okay. Cause he's, cause Batman sleeps like that. And I, I always thought like, oh, this probably like really up the sales of those things. <laughs> Cause like, this is what I need. Yeah. Hanging upside down. Those are things that join the little mini trampolines and medicine balls and other things that go up, they get thrown in the closets and never remembered about. Yeah. What happened with medicine balls? Those were like so popular for like at least they're a still, couple of years. They're decades. popular now. They're back. They're kind of come back in because of CrossFit. Do people toss them to each other? Uh, cause that was the old thing was like the, yeah. Whoa! Huh. That doesn't make much sense, does it? No, what I see people mm. using them for is they, they'll be like, it's kind of sitting on a, they're on a mat or they'll be on a bench, or whatever, and they'll be using the medicine ball to turn side to side. And then they'll be like, yes, pedaling with their legs. Right. I have seen Stuff a bunch like of that. that. Yeah. So. But medicine balls seem like, you know, they fell out of favor and, and that always to me means something happened. There was an incident and then the medicine <laughs> I ball. I don't think so. Yeah. Someone, someone sued saying it's not really yeah, medicine. It's not really. Well, that's, that's a possibility. Now, uh, when the girls were in school, did they still have that thing where there was the gigantic ball that like all the kids would like push around in the, uh, yeah, outside? Did they still have, no, they didn't have that. I don't Again, remember. That I has don't fallen, remember that. That has fallen out of grace. It was like a, I think when it was, was called that like a, a moon ball or something, but it was oh, like okay. a gigantic ball uh. that you could only move with like a variety of friends. And so like, <laughs> You'd have to get it to the other side, and the other team would try to get it to their other side. Yeah, and so it would just be freaking chaos. But it was it was pretty fun. But I always assumed something happened with that thing because then those just went away like immediately, like lawn darts fast, like <laughs> gone. Speaking of which, yeah. a bunch of my friends lately, um, I'm just reading online, have found lawn darts and are back to playing them. Yeah, my mom has a lawn dart set at home, so yeah. it's it's. Fine. They seem to have uh, the, the people are people are bringing it back. Mm. Yeah, why not? Oh, because of the uh, throwing and landing in people and and killing them, I guess, which is why they stopped, right? Or is this one of those urban myths? And I think it's an urban myth. But it, they went away immediately. Like something happened, and it was just like poof, gone. Like everyone's got them. Yeah, I think no one has them. No, no, I think there was some some idea of. of liability and stuff like that. but my, my mom has a kind of a well a retro set from from the past okay but, but i'm sure there's safe versions that are I'm out glad there that people aren't uh cowering in their bedrooms with a with a comforter pulled over their head i'm glad they're outside. now i admit i was a dumb kid things. and we did throw them straight in the air and they could have just landed yeah, through us sure that is true that's okay yeah that's you're allowed to do that as a kid yeah we also used to throw knives we have throwing mm-hmm. knives and we would do that and and, yeah. and more often uh, then I would like to say they did bounce off the thing we were throwing and come whipping right back at us like wildly. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I didn't, I mean, I remember one time hitting with a, hitting the house that was being bought behind us. And I was, I used, I hit, hit a stick against the, the side of the wall. I wasn't trying to break it or anything. I was just trying to break the stick. And the stick broke. Yeah. And it immediately flew back and hit me right under my eye. Sure. And you're just like, wow, I almost lost my eye. Yeah. Anyway, what are you guys doing over there? <laughs> yeah, I've had a thing where like I just turned around really fast, like in a bathroom, and like that hook that was there, mm. and it just stops like, you know, half an inch from my eye. I'm like, oh, that's no good. Yeah. That's no good. That could have, that could have occurred. But, uh, with the knife thing, there was two things I was fascinated with, and uh, a friend of mine got really, really, really good at it, which was one was knife throwing. Yeah. She became an expert knife thrower. Okay. And, uh, working a whip. And she oh. was great. She could do that cracking a, crack a whip and yeah. uh, stop and taking out a candle. Like she, she oh. could knock the flame off a candle. Cool. Yeah. She was, she was really, uh, pretty great at it. Hmm. And then later on became part of this traveling show where the other guy would like juggle chainsaws and do things and would like cut a, cut a watermelon off her back and all that kind of thing. But I really liked the, th- the, the throwing knives. So that, that kind of thing always interested me. Darts, anything throwing something sharp at something. Yeah. Yeah. Tossing an axe. Have you ever done that? Throwing an axe at a target? No. That's really fun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a popular, um, when Mary was working on Gambier and they had weddings there, there was a Swedish, a couple of Swedish weddings came and they would insist on having axe throwing as part of the ceremony. Mm, yeah. So I guess it's a Swedish Once tradition. again, though, bouncy, bouncy with the axe. Like, you throw it, you hit it wrong, and the yeah. axe comes flying back. So, yeah. like, you, you do not do the bowling thing of, like, release it <laughs> and then relax yeah. and watch. Yeah. You, like, throw the axe. And now immediately watch. Yeah. Is it coming back at you? And that, uh, that wakes you up. It's oh. very alert. Sure. Yeah. Cause a dart very, will not come back and like yeah. kill you, but an axe, an axe might. Huh. Yeah. I think it's your uh, Swedish heritage coming out. Oh, don't tell my, don't tell my mother-in-law <laughs> that. She hates the Swedes. I'm only 2% Swedish. Let's, <laughs> let's remember that. I just found out my DNA thing. Uh, I so damn Irish or Scottish. It's all. It's all yeah. in there. Yeah. Oh, boy. I, I need to do that. So then the girls don't have to worry about it. Oh, okay. Then they'll know. They'll know. They just combine ours some, in some some ways. Yeah. If you've got some extra spit, that's all it really takes. Is that right? Yeah. I don't have any. Oh. I'm, just sa- I'm saving it up. <laughs> For the holidays? Yes. <laughs> okay. That's good. Well, you know. It's good to have a savings plan. Do you, do you remember last week? Nope. That, you don't remember last week? No, well, last, no. I just forget these shows as soon as they're done. Last week, we did the show on Tuesday. Right. It was a very long time ago. I needed to go. Normally we do it on Thursday. Normally we do it on Thursday, but I thought Tuesday sounded better. No, I needed to go away on the weekend. I had a men's weekend. Right. Manly, manly, men. I noticed uh, that you're more manly right now. Well, it's funny that you say that because, um, so yeah, so we recorded on Tuesday. Sure. I edited, uh, I got some fan splainers out. Right. Then I. Oh, by the way, we explain what that is. Why don't we explain sure. what fan splain is? Hey, everyone. Do you like movies? So do we. We like talking about them. And one of the problems with us talking about them on Sneaky Dragon is that we want to spoil the movie, and we can't, because we respect you too much, dear listeners, right. dear sneakers. So we started a podcast called Fansplainers, and the idea of that podcast is we talk about movies in incredible detail, we spoil them, but we also analyze them and think of ways, if we don't like them, and try and think of ways that we could improve the films as well. Or even if we do like them. Yeah. Because there's always, uh, nothing's perfect. That's true. And so... You're welcome to listen to it. We're up to episode four, five now, I think. Yeah, five. And I think if you subscribe to Sneaky Dragon, uh, we force it on you. Yeah, it just shows up anyway. I'm more sorry about that. Oh, I'm going to figure out how to stop that. Yeah, whatever. Days. But anyway, anyhow. Uh, does, yeah, so, does listening party also show up on? Yep, it does. Yeah. Okay, so you're getting a bunch of stuff. You're just getting all this garbage thrown at you. Yes, we're sorry. We apologize. <laughs> if you're not interested. If you're not interested, we apologize. For these free podcasts. They're just <laughs> bonus podcasts. Um, so, so, yeah. So, I, you know, I got fan planners up. 
And, it is, oh, and, it, and this week we did, uh, sorry, we did Us and we also did Hellboy. So if you want to listen to those, that's, that's the ones we did. Oh, yeah. Last week I had to do um, Listening Party. So I got Listening Party up last week. That's what I was doing. What's so. Listening Party, Dave? Well, Listening Party is <laughs> another podcast that I do with my daughter, Mary. And Mary and I, we sit and we go through the, the mixtape project that I did a few years ago for Sneaker Dragon listeners who mm-hmm. cared to send me a CDR. And if they did, I made them a mixtape. And we're just kind of having fun now going back through the mixtapes that I made for people. And uh, Mary tells me what I did right or wrong, and it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And so we goof around and make a lot of silly jokes. And we just recorded last night our second uh, second episode of of our, uh, of our soul mixtapes, or kind of soul oh, cool. funk mixtapes. And so that's that was fun. We had a, had a fun show last night. And that will come out next Wednesday. Excellent. Anywho, so, so, so you yeah, recorded I edited, these. I edited Listening Party. Right. Um, then I got uh, Sneaky Dragon all up on Thursday, all ready to go on Thursday. Friday I worked. I came home. I got everything I needed to get ready. I, uh, you know, got my luggage packed and stuff. I, I went to the bank, got some money out, went to the store, bought some drinks and some chips, and then I headed on up. And it took me a little longer than I expected because I had to stop for gas. And then I was on, I was on Fraser Highway, which is like a nightmare coming at that time of day. So. So I didn't get on the road until quite late. And so then I decided I stopped for McDonald's in uh, Chilliwack. Or no, in Hope. In Hope. And then carried on from there. I drove. So it was about a four, it's about a three, three and a half, four hour drive. And about an hour of it is on a gravel road that you can only go, I can only go about 40 kilometers an hour on because it's scary. Because you can feel like when you go around corners, the truck, truck, you know, kind of slides in the gravel. Okay. and it's got water, like it has ditches around it. Oh, and, right. and there are cars that are like sitting in the, the ditches. Yikes. So it's like a warning. Don't go too fast. So I go 40 and, and, uh, it was starting to get dark as I was driving. And I have a little thing that happened to me. Do you ever like scare yourself accidentally and then it becomes kind of a thing that you can't stop thinking about? Um, sure. What, what was your for uh, me, topic of fear? Well, for me, like I used to drive the girls up to the cabin because they would spend like a week there with their aunt and uncle and their cousins sometimes. And uh, have fun with them, and, and then I would come back up and pick them up. But I would go up with them, and I would spend like you know the afternoon there, and I would leave in the in the evening after dinner because I liked the cabin too, and it was fun to hang with mm-hmm. with my brother in law and sister in law. And so I would leave, and it'd be dark out. And so one time I was driving along, and it's pitch black. There's no lights or anything, right? This is way out in the boonies. Like I say, it's a forty kilometer gravel road, so there's not much. I mean, there's power lines that go to the lake, the cabins and stuff. But once you get out of that area forget about it so i'm just driving along it's pitch black and you're just going around cor- like it's just a curvy windy road and you're going around corners and stuff and one time i was driving along and i thought man wouldn't it be scary if you drove around the corner and standing there in front like in the car lights with this old hag like an old crone just standing mm-hmm. there staring at you maybe pointing at you or something like that sure like it'd be so freaky that would be very freaky so once you think that though then you start thinking about it yeah and you start getting kind of freaked out by your stupid idea what if it, what if it happens what if it happens so you're going around a corner david like, lynch style now you've talked about that's it. right that's right and so and um so uh, on the way in it was daylight but it was starting to set and i was like oh man i, I gotta make it there before it gets too before dark the comes out. before the hags start coming out yeah and, you know so i got it's to the daylight ca- hagging time so <laughs> like they come out a little earlier <laughs> a little earlier yeah so i got to the i got to the cabin it was still a little bit of light, so I was safe. Everything sure. was good. Get there. It's pitch black. Absolutely pitch black. Do you no, have a flashlight? No cars are there. Oh, okay. I'm like, uh-oh. Oh. Did I get the weekend mixed up? It, the problem is, of course, there's no service there, by the way. There's no cell service oh. or Wi-Fi. So, is there a landline inside the cabin? Uh, But it's locked. Oh, you don't have a key. I don't have a key. So I'm like, oh. So I walk around it. There's absolutely no one there. I realize, oh man, I must have come on the wrong night somehow. Oh, geez. So then I got back in the truck, drove the 40 kilometers back to, to Princeton. 
Where you got cell service. Where now. I can get cell service. I pull over park, check my Facebook, look at my events. It's next weekend, which is better than what I thought it was last weekend. I thought I'd miss it. Okay. Rather than I'd been too, too eager to go. So then I was like, okay, it's a practice drive. It's all right. It's okay. <laughs> so I turned around, started to drive out. But of course, the drive back right. was in the pitch black. So then I had the head. And it's also bad because you're, you're feeling bad about breaking into the cabin earlier. <laughs> I did not break into the cabin. Because you really need to take a whiz. Mark, I did not break into the cabin. Right. A whiz I can take anywhere. All right. So then, uh, so yeah, so I had to drive back in the pitch black and then I started having my hag worries as I was driving <laughs> on. But it's funny, I mentioned it to Lisa and I'll tell you a story one time. Eve and I were sitting in a driveway or waiting for Mary to come out and it was black in the drive. Like <laughs> it was nighttime. We were just sitting in the dark in the driveway. <laughs> and Eve asked me about the hags. She's like, so you tell me about the hags, dad. And I said, <laughs> oh, well, you know, da, da, da. you know, I always worry like if I drive around this corner, you know, <laughs> just the lights, the car lights are just going to pick up this old, you know, withered old crone standing in the road and she's going to be like a witch or whatever. And it's just, you know, it, I know it's not going to happen, but it just freaks me out because I've started thinking about it. Right. She goes, well, if it happened to me, I just run her over. I just step in the gas and run her over. And I said, oh, but if you did that, you'd look in your rearview mirror and she'd be in the back seat of the car. And he pulls both her legs up to her chin and goes, you shouldn't have told me that. <laughs> well, here's the other problem. I respect that. I respect your fear. Yes. Thank you. Because I have made up fears respecting. that dominate my life. Yeah. But there are sometimes, this yeah. occasionally happens, mm-hmm. an elderly person yeah. may wander off. <laughs> Now, and they may yeah. be on the road, uh-huh. and now your daughter's running her down <laughs> because dad said this hag is going to yeah, be like yeah. killing you, sure. and now your daughter's going to go to jail yeah. for hagicide. Well, n- <laughs> okay. Yeah, or hag slaughter. Yeah. She didn't mean to kill her. It's not first you know degree hagicide, it's you, hag slaughter. But what you're recommending is cronyism, which is also equally bad. Sure. You know. So I, I don't know. I think that... Uh, it would actually be a relief if she shows yeah. up in the back and like, oh, I didn't kill a real old woman. That's good. No, that it's would be a relief because if that's what happens, then it's all the bets are off. No, no. My re- recommendation then is if it's a, a actual like old woman, just keep on driving. Right. Don't stop. Now, if you're a person that believes in ghosts, are you? If you're a ghost, do you want to show up in front of a person who believes in ghosts? Yeah. And is expecting a ghost, or is like run through this scenario in their head? Yeah. Or do you want to show up to a person who in no way believes in ghosts? Yeah. Because it would just mess them up. What's more fun for you as a ghost? Like I think, I think it's more fun to show up at the person who doesn't believe in ghosts, and like maybe, they, but maybe they, they got, wouldn't believe you that you're there. Well, you'd have, you know, they'd be seeing you like singing a song and carrying a chain, <laughs> and like figuring it out, right? They try to do some singing logic. A song? Are you mixing them up with dwarfs? No, no, I'm talking about like creepy, like little kid ghosts. Probably just like oh, singing twinkle, the- twinkle mm, little yeah. star, yeah. or singing like an old timey song, <laughs> you know. Something public domain. Right. Ghosts can't afford <laughs> can't to sing afford. anything, you that's know, right. that's like a mainstream hit yeah. or anything. Yeah. They couldn't do something from like the Beatles catalog. No, no, no. When I get back to the bottom, I go right <laughs> to the top. Yeah, it's right. not as scary though either. No. It's kids singing like children's songs that's scarier than You singing. wouldn't, okay. A little, there's a little girl ghost. She's in a house. She's singing. Yeah. Uh, the scariest one is uh, Helter Skelter. That's not scary. Rose. No, no, that's not scary at all. Hmm. Ring Around the Rosie, you know what? I would actually probably not be scared of a little girl ghost singing Ring Around the Rosie just yeah. because it would just be like, really? <laughs> that is a. You'd be disappointed in the. It's just so basic. Oh, it's just so like right on the freaking nose. Yeah, not it, it might as well be a ghost coming up to me and literally saying, boo. Yeah. You know, it would just be like, really? We're mm-hmm. doing that. That's how it's going. Yeah. So, but say, okay, you're a ghost and you're, 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 you're singing. This song, you're singing whatever song. Right. Not, nothing basic is Ring Around the Rose. You're singing a different song. You're singing. Right. You're singing Rich Girl by Hollow Notes. <laughs> you're a rich girl. 
And you've gone too far uh, to know it won't matter anyway. <laughs> uh, you're singing hollow notes. Right. And now you're singing to a skeptical person. <laughs> right. And the reaction is, oh, someone's playing some music in the, or someone's in the house. Right. Well, that's the first thing. They're they not think. scared. Yeah. They're not. You're not that's getting the better because like it gradually sneaks oh, up on them okay. and then they see you and you're all transparent yeah, and you got yeah. a bit of skull through your face. Yeah. And like you see the chain, yeah. And they're like, "Ah, oh, it's ghosts." What if they would? What if they went? Oh man, I'm hallucinating. I wonder what's going on. Am I experiencing like some sort of illness? I didn't drink enough water today. Obviously, this is right. really weird. And you're meanwhile, you're like carrying on in front of them because really, ghosts are like so so pathetic as a like, scary thing. Oh wow! Because they can't do anything. Like, wait, that's the problem with movie ghosts as well. Well, what can a hag do? What's your hag? Well, issue? A hag is a witch. Oh wait, no, you didn't say the hag is a witch. Yeah, they're witches. Oh, you think it's a witch? Yeah, yeah. Well, why don't you just say that? Like, I know you're saying hag. Yeah, yeah. But like, but I want to like, it's not a beautiful witch. Like, you, you nowadays witches are beautiful, right? You know, like, like if you go around the corner and Sabrina's standing there, you're not freaked out by Sabrina standing there in her stupid red jacket. Here's here's a question I've you're got. Like, why are you wearing that jacket? Is it from the fifties? Are you from the fifties? And these people that live now are yeah, from the this, modern times. Oh, we can't. Yeah, like, How can you have a rotary phone in your home? Oh my god, Sabrina, don't even get. We just, <laughs> I just can't. Um, I should read like how that season ended or what they do. Um, okay, so Wizard of Oz. The Wicked Witch of the West. Spoilers. Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah. A uh, little bit of water on her. Yeah. That's the end of her. Yeah. That's her weakness. Okay. Water. Yes. Weakness is her wa- is a water. Bit, it was a full bucket of water. but anyway, Full okay. bucket of water. Yeah. But enough. It doesn't cover her whole she body. Can, yeah. It covers enough of her and she she that's her turns into a, a pile of goop. Sure. Now, the Wicked Witch of the East. Wicked Witch of the East, yeah. Who you kill earlier. Yeah. She gets killed by. Member of Parliament. Say what? She's a member of Parliament. She's from the East. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's why she is okay susceptible to uh-huh. uh the housing market a house oh ah uh, very nice I like it well now is her weakness wood like is her weakness just have a house drop about on her? crushing crushing like is a this like blow. did she have a weakness that was yeah. like something equal like like air or yeah. you know a bunch of dirt or something or or did she was she water as well but. Also, and or you could also with Wicked Witch, uh, Green Witch, we just met. Yeah. If you drop a house on her, she'd so, also die. She would also die. I think from that's the, the case. From that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it just unrelated that it was a house. Yeah. Because and uh, maybe because the house is not part of the of Oz. Do you know what I mean? Like, so she's susceptible to something that is sort of magical in its way as well. The house is sort of magical. Well, what she? You know what she is killed by? She is killed by wind. Like the tornado brings the house and kills her. Yeah. So the other one's killed by water. She's killed by wind. We've got four. That's not really. We've wind, got four though. witches. It is. It's a tornado dropping. No, but a it's house a house that did it. It's not the wind. She didn't like get blown over or something. No, but the house was bl- was dropped on yeah. her. Yeah. Wind killed her. Okay. So what if what if a wave brought a beach ball? Uh huh. And the beach ball fell on the on the wicked the wicked witch of the west. Well, a beach ball would not. Would uh, she die from the beach ball being dropped on her? No, because a beach ball is not strong enough to like kill a person. But if a houseboat, yeah, was was shot at her from a wave <laughs> and landed on her, then I would assume she would. Uh, would you consider be that being killed by water? I guess. I'm just trying I just to feel think like, like it's a house. Doesn't that it feel doesn't... like one's killed by water? Yeah, water is her weakness. Sure. There's four witches. There's four elements. Is there four witches? Yes. What are the four witches? North, south, east, and west. Who's the witch, 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 the northern one? Is that's that Glinda? Gil, that's Glinda. Glinda. Glinda, yeah. Witch, well, who's witch the, the southern north. one then? Uh, we don't we don't meet her, but oh. they, she exists and she's in the books. Oh, okay. There's a witch of the south. Okay, well, it makes sense if there's one. one yeah, four. but it feels like if one's got the weakness of water, 
then the others would but be do, okay i see yeah one definitely yeah, is water sure so the others would probably have aren't a they all water as well all of them yeah i don't know it's a good aren't they witch. all aren't they all witches well the one fly okay here's the thing yeah you got glinda okay. glinda gilda glinda glinda i'm thinking gilda Radner. glinda <laughs> She, she, yeah. I, she, to me, here's what I think. I think she killed, uh, East Witch because she comes floating down in a, uh, like a bubble. Yeah. So she's got some air powers here. One, okay. she can fill a bubble with air and okay. she can float on air. She's got some air abilities. Yeah. So, and then a tornado out of nowhere comes here and kills her rival over yeah, here. Yeah. And then, but then she immediately goes, hey, it was Dorothy. She did it. Did, oh, yeah. did she bring the wizard to the land? Well, that's interesting too, because he had a balloon. Yeah. So it's possible. Mm. But I don't know but what we her know motivation. from the balloon that it's possible to travel there by air. Yeah. But not through any other means, apparently. You can only get there by air. Well, it seems like it, because that's the only people we've seen visit it. So you don't think there's any water around the, the whole Oz? We don't see any oceans at any point? No. There is a deadly desert. I know that, because mm. that's in the books, which is really creepy. You step on the desert, you turn to sand. Oh. That's really creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there an ocean in Oz? That's a good question. There must be like a beach or something. I'm not <laughs> sure. I don't know. I'm quite curious. Um, Maybe if you, if you can get through the deadly desert, you come to a I used beach. to like the books, and I cannot remember much. I, I, I liked Ozma of I never, Oz. never read them. Oh, they were good. Oh. Yeah, they were a real good read. There was mm. a lot of uh, weird, dark stuff in it. One of my favorites was there was a tiger who wanted to eat babies, but he felt too guilty. Okay. Uh, he couldn't do it. He would, And he would cry because just the... You know, because he just wanted to eat babies so much, just delicious, delicious babies, and he just couldn't. And so it was just such a drag for him. Well, it's funny that you say this. Thanks. Because we got an, we got an email, or a comment, actually, from a listener. From, from what, from what show? From Ed. Ah, well, you can say his full name. And okay. Ed was commenting on Edward, uh, something. Dr- Dragansky? Yep, Ed Dragansky. And he commented on what, well, our question was a little while ago was what, would you like to see in theaters besides superhero movies? Like something to, you know, take right. place superhero movies. And we brought, we started talking about it last week and then we got distracted and we, we did. didn't, end, we, and we yes. didn't end up talking about it. We didn't end up talking about it. So, so anyway, Dave, what's your favorite ice cream? So, <laughs> my favorite ice cream? That is a good question. Let me just think. If I went to, into an ice cream parlor and I had to get ice cream, my favorite ice cream, I don't really have a favorite ice cream. I'd like to get mm-hmm. different ones whenever I go. Yeah, I like a little there's variety. A cu- there's I a like cup- a butter pecan. That's... Okay, I don't really like nutty ones. Uh-huh. I'm not a nut guy. Not a nut guy at all. Okay. I like sweet things. Like one of my favorite ones is one from Baskin Robbins. It's called like Love Potion Number no. Nine or something like that. And has little little hearts in it, little chocolate hearts that have jelly inside them. Oh. They're quite good. It's quite a good. That uh, does sound good. Yeah, it is good. Huh? Very sweet though. But I'm a sweet person. All right. Sorry, Ed. I know you were like, why are you get distracted again? Okay, go ahead. Or mm-hmm. another uh, ice cream I like a lot is Ed's question here. Even though, or his thing. Even though I'm still enjoying the superhero genre, mm-hmm. as if I were 12 years old again, there is another selfish need I have in mind. Before Star Wars, Superman, and Indiana Jones, I was an avid reader of the Oz books by L. Frank Baum. Oh, there we go. They were, were the bomb, as you say. Ah, these were my escape, much the way Harry Potter is for many these days, or even Narnia. Yeah, I guess I was a Narnia guy. Okay. Originally mesmerized by the MGM Wizard of Oz film at, at an early age, the books were my next step, but they're different, really different. Really different. I never even considered these books as movies when I was young because of the bizarre over-the-top stories, so I just read them over and over and drew pictures of what I read. Many years later, Disney attempted Return to Oz, 
which was kind of a Jim Henson-ish practical effect film mm -hmm. based on the combination of the two Oz books that follow the first original Wizard of Oz book. But it was enough to plant the seed in my brain. Yeah, it was much more like the books. It's yeah, it's very very kind of dark because she like she's in an insane asylum at the start. Yeah, of at the it, very start, yeah, they think she's crazy. Yeah. yeah, and then and then the actual story itself has actually had some very dark elements too. I yeah. think the Deadly Desert is in that one if I'm okay. remembering. And uh, I just remember TikTok. Peruza yeah. Balk is uh, right. I think the lead. That's right. I, I I would recommend it. Like it was not for people that were expecting a sequel to Wizard of Oz by mm. any means. Yeah. Um. But uh. But no, I li I liked. It. Oh, and the the heads. Oh, geez. The the woman who collected all the heads. Oh, it's it that is creepy. I watched it with you, but I don't remember all that. Okay. It wasn't until after I saw the Fellowship of the Ring that I realized a big production, a faithful adaptation of the Wizard of Oz books could probably be produced. The Lord of the Rings was such an accomplishment. Why not Oz? The answer is not even about the task of producing such a film, but the competition from its own beloved MGM adaptation. Mm -hmm. I don't think audiences would embrace a Lord of the Rings-esque Oz film when they already love the MGM adaptation so much, kind of like what happened with the Willy Wonka, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory adaptations. Mm. I don't know anyone who liked the Burton version, and I think that would be the same fate for Oz, even though the selfish Oz fan inside me still dreams of seeing a faithful, adapta uh, sorry, faithful adapted film I don't think it'll ever happen. Otherwise, I think I'd like to see some good Western films at the forefront again. Who doesn't love a good Western? And then he adds, I love milk, usually 2% in our house, but I can only have a little since I'm a type 2 diabetic. And that sucks. And that's kind of sounds like sucks. And uh, can I add what he says at the bottom? Sure. It's a compliment to us. Do you want to oh, hear it? that's like a compliment. He sure. says, uh, as always, you guys rule the internet with your podcast and I'm hopelessly addicted. So don't ever go away, please. Oh, that's very sweet. So thank you, Ed. You know what I would think would work is um is something on an Amazon Prime or a Netflix. Yes, that's a better place for it. For like a nice long Oz adaptation, yeah. And I don't think the Sam... I enjoyed the Sam Raimi one up to a point. I just didn't see the point of having a prequel to to the Wizard of Oz films. Right, it, felt like, it the, felt like a prequel to the musical yeah. that wasn't really a musical. Yeah. And then it's like... And also, because you've already got Wicked... Mm. Which is a musical that okay. is a prequel. Like we've already been there, yeah. So it's like okay, she's sympathetic, and you know, it would have been more fun to see them like explore the the world through the books more. Right. There was there was also I think there was an anime series that was that was pretty good about okay. Wizard of Oz, and then there was the Rankin Bass uh, weird uh, little cartoon as well. But I okay. Speaking of Wizard of Oz, uh, one of the things I did like was there was an adaptation by both Marvel and DC yeah. that was of the movie. And that's actually quite well done. Uh, and it was, um, and it, that, it wasn't necessarily of just the movie. I think like they did incorporate elements from the books, but it was the first collaboration between Marvel and DC. And then the next thing that they did was, uh, Spider-Man versus Superman. Or okay. Superman versus Spider-Man. Yeah. 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 But this was the first thing that they did together was, was jam on this. And it was, it was pretty, it was pretty neat. Hmm. But yeah, there's so many great characters. Yeah. I would say like make a damn. Uh, TV show and uh, throw some throw some bucks behind it. Yeah, that pro it probably would be better. Be quiet, phone. It probably probably would be more interesting than this uh, Lord of the Rings thing they're doing on Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. But you that's know, money in the bank. I yeah, mean. but just in terms of we've already seen it, do we need to see it again? This would be um, this would be kind of interesting. I think kind of interesting. Yeah, no, it's a really it's a really good uh, it's a really good world the the world of Oz. Uh, sorry, now I'm getting the Rankin Bass song in the world of Oz. It's a very funny place where everyone has a funny, funny place. Face. Uh, uh. 
<laughs> it was it was fine. The, the cartoon series is fine. It's just a jokey series, but the uh, the uh, Rusty, the uh, Tin Woodsman, uh, oh my gosh, his voice just uh, grated on me like nobody's business. <laughs> it was the anti-ASMR. It was just like, yeah, nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> Couldn't take it. So speaking of nails on a chalkboard, I just want to finish here, off. Here are some nails on a chalkboard. Yes. I'll add this <laughs> on. Ooh, ah, Doesn't bother me that much. Actually. All right. Uh, what does bother me is this. So I just want to finish off my, 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 uh, what would we call it? My pre-mature men's weekend. <laughs> so I left, I left. This um, is before you pulled your groin. This is before I pulled my groin, yes. Premature pulling of the groin. Mm-hmm. I left Princeton. Okay. I was driving out of Princeton. I drove up this big hill. It's nighttime. It's in the dark, of course. The hag worries. And then uh, they're over now because it's, it's, there are some lights. But I'm past this person. He's like jumping up and down on the side of the road. Oh, geez. Thank so, God they're not an old woman. Yeah. You so would have run them over. I would have run them over. So then I, uh, no, I wouldn't run them over because it'd be in the back of the car- truck. No. So I pull over. Yeah. For this person. They come running up and, uh, they ask, they ask, are you Dave Dodd Dedrick, the podcaster? That's right. They said, um, the, they sent me men's weekend is on. You just left when everyone had gone down to the lake. That's right. And I was like, ah, no. When are you going to do more Completely Beatles? He's <laughs> we got other podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when are you yeah. going to do What's, more Completely Beatles? When are you going to do the same? Yeah, albums? driving off. <laughs> Sorry. He, he goes, oh, would you, he says, hey, uh, thanks for stopping. Would you mind giving me a ride to Chilliwack? So I'm like, oh, sure. No, it's no problem. So he's like, oh, I got a big bag. It's, you know, it's, I said, oh, no, just throw it in the back. I'll just put the seat up and you can throw it in the back. So I threw his stuff in the back, got in. Right. It's all good. I ended up not driving him to Chilliwack. I ended up driving him past Chilliwack. It kind of into Langley and dropped him off at the bus loop in Langley. Okay. That's where he wanted to go. You didn't like just meanly when yeah, he was no, going no. through Chilliwack going, yeah. stop here, stop here, stop here, stop here. And like, no. <laughs> it's I'm scared of hags. This guy, when he got into the truck, he literally, literally did not stop talking from when he got in the truck sure. to when he got out of the truck. All right. It was so much talking. Like, I don't. All right. He did a lot of talking. Like did talk- he have anything to say? So much talking. But he didn't have anything to say. So much talking. Okay. It doesn't even matter if he has something to say. Like, after a while. And listen, you're a guy. I'm a guy. Who does uh, an hour and a half plus podcast <laughs> every week. Right. I'm before. <laughs> and you went, no, two more. Yeah. I want to do two more. Yeah. yeah. And then after this, we're going to go and get something to eat. And we're going to talk some we'll more. We'll talk some more. So you are not yeah. Silent Sam. No. No. If you've got some. You... If, if it's an interesting conversation, I'll join in. Now, did he give you any cracks to join in the no, conversation? It was just straight monologue. Straight monologue, basically, yeah. What's what's up with the guy? Well, what's his story? His uh, parents have apparently have they have a mobile home park okay. near Bromley Rock, which he goes. Do you know Bromley Rock? It sounded like he's saying Brownlee Rock. So I was like, I have no idea what that is. Right. And he kept saying Brownlee Rock, and then finally he said Bromley Rock, and I went, Oh, Bromley Rock. Actually, I did get a little bit of talking because I did get to tell him this little story because I went to Bromley Rock last year. Lisa and I drove up to uh, print to Penticton. We had to drive through Princeton to get to Penticton. It's mm-hmm. only peas when you get up to that sure. part of the province. And on, we, we go by this little park, and it's called Bromley Rock. And we're like, oh, that looks kind of neat. Let's go in there. So we drive in, and it's a lake. Or not a lake. It's a river. <laughs> I should say it's a river. Right. And and then there's a big rock, and people jump off it down into the river. So it's kind of cool. I didn't jump off it because that's, I don't know, look kind of scary. But what I did instead was I decided it'd be fun to take off my shoes. And then I went out and stood on the rocks, and then I got onto the rocks where they were underwater. And then I slipped and fell onto the rock and then into the water. Oh, boy. <laughs> so then... I had like car keys in my pocket, which is the only part I was worried about. So I had to like get out quickly and give them to, to Lisa. And then I just got back in and I just floated down the river and went swimming with her until we got down to the, where the people jump into the water. It's kind of like a, a deeper area. And then I swam there for a bit and then I got out and we continued on our trip. And it was a lot of fun. So I went, oh, okay, I know Bromley Rock. And so then 
So yeah, I guess it's so. But it was weird because he said that he was riding his bike and it broke, and it was in, and then but he was walking and I didn't see his bike, and so I'm like, well, "Where's your bike?" He goes, "Oh, it's back in Princeton." I'm like, "Oh, okay." But how? So I guess he must have like had his bike break down, and then he just started walking. So as if he's going to walk all the way through Manning Park, right? You know, which is a long walk. It's a long drive. So I, I don't know what his plan was. So anyway, so I gave him a ride. So yeah, so I guess he's he worked as a truck driver. He, this, he had his class one driver's license, mm-hmm. he said. But then he also mentioned later on that he didn't have his driver's license. Oh. So I don't know which is which there. All right. Then he said he was interested in becoming a crane operator uh, with containers. He's been working, like, emptying containers, and he wants to, like, move up into... And he told me that he always likes to, like, learn how to do something really well for a while and then move on to something else. It's like, okay. And my thought of during all this kind of t- discussion was, oh, drugs. Yeah. This is what I'm hearing. Because if you don't have a driver's license mm-hmm. and you used to drive... Right. And now you're working a job where you're unloading containers. Right. But you have dreams of moving up. But you only do stuff for a short amount of time because yeah. you have the attention span. Then you probably have some attention def- deficit issues and you're self-medicating. And that's not very good. So, I, But he seemed like a nice guy. Like he didn't sure, seem, sure, sure. He didn't sure. seem like really druggy, but it, just, it felt kind of druggy. Yeah, clearly is. Yeah. Yeah. Like he that's wanted, exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, In fact... You know, uh, hi, you're jumping to the side of the road. Yeah. And what, you need a ride? Oh, you got a big bag? Yeah. Drugs. <laughs> like, there's no way, right? Like, what else is it okay, going to be? Yeah. What else is it going to be? I just hope people are, you know, just. I know. I, I do too. But. And he was nice. Yes. And I, I, you know, he was, he did offer me money and I didn't, didn't take it because I was. No, driving. he didn't. He was, he was not really offering you money. But oh, okay, go ahead. He wasn't? No. He, okay. So I was supposed to say no. Yeah. Okay. Darn. I should have said yes to see what happens. <laughs> yeah, you would have heard a, you heard a, a story. The next thing would have been like mm. a little bit of a hard luck yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because he started wanting to go to Chilliwack. Then he, then he said he wanted to go in Vancouver. Yeah. Because yeah, he had friends that lived changes. in Vancouver. Yeah. Is this like that sort of thing where the story keeps kind yeah, of shifting? Yeah, that's, yeah. Where's this bike exactly? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. It's not, doesn't, there's no bike. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a bit, yeah. Oh, yeah. no, he has like 15 bikes back at his place. At, sure. By, by, by Bromley Rock. Maybe. But I don't know. Nope. I just, yeah. It's, Anyway, I gave him a ride. Okay. For a long time. Right. Yeah. He had a kind of a, yeah, like he didn't smoke the whole time. He didn't smell like a smoker. So that kind of, you know, I was, most people who are drug addicts also smoke, it seems to me. But he didn't have that about him. But he definitely had like that kind of laugh where it's like, that kind of like, <laughs> kind of laugh, you know, you're like, hmm, druggy. Yeah. Druggy laugh. So I don't know. I hope he's not. I hope he's doing well. Yeah. He, he said, he asked if I wanted to train phone numbers when it dropped him off. And I said, nope. Because. That's fine. I don't don't know you, man. I'll just yeah. give you a ride. We don't need to be friends. Because probably aren't going to be friends. So let's just stop it now. I don't, I'm but not you're, that polite. you're doing a podcast with them. <laughs> we have started a podcast called... <laughs> called Road Buddies. <laughs> called Road Buddies. That's right. We travel around in the truck talking. He talks. I, I drive. And then we pick up other hitchhikers. And they're your guest. And we listen to their stories. You could actually do a podcast that is just picking that up That sounds really dangerous. <laughs> It's called Without a Hitch. It's called Without a Hitch, yes. That was Eventually Without a Truck. That was something that uh, John Waters did, was he hitchhiked across America yes, right, and just did. told stories about it. That's great. That's great that he did that. And I think, you know, for the most part, I think you'd be absolutely safe mm-hmm. as, a, as a hitchhiker. I think it's more... It's just a numbers game. Yeah, yeah. it's basically a numbers game. When your number's up, your number's up. That's life. You know? <laughs> That's how it works. You okay. can avoid You can avoid the noid. danger as much as you want. What do you say? Avoid the noid? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Can I just say that now I'm annoyed? Sure. Okay. No, there was the annoyed used to be, um, I forget whether it was Pizza Hut or Domino's, oh. but it was uh, this little elf that would ruin pizzas. And what? you got to avoid the annoyed. 
So you got to like get your pizza from a reliable place like either Domino's oh, or Pizza Hut. I see. Because you get your pizza and it's like stuck to the, mm. the top and all the cheese is off or it's all messed up or it's cold. And it's the Noid yeah. who's like a gremlin. Oh, I see. And, and the whole thing was avoid the Noid. Okay. That yes. is terrible ad. Eh, it lasts a couple of years. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. No, I just think you could like avoid all the danger that you want and then... You know, one day you're like getting something out of your cupboard and then something falls from the ledge on top of and hits you on the head and that's it. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, remember when, you know, so-and-so, he's so full of life and he's so happy and stuff. And then that bowling ball fell on him. Right. He was in the hospital for a few weeks and just faded away. Yeah, my goal is to live a very long time. And my my way of doing it, I think, as I mentioned before, is work for Mad Magazine. Because it feels like everybody that works for Mad Magazine, like, goes deep 90s yeah, at good. the very least. Yeah, that's good. And still keeps working. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, yeah. they're all... They're all going on. It doesn't pay very well. It doesn't? No. Mad? That's why they're that's why they're still working. So oh, maybe that is the case. I yeah. think they just enjoy it. They signed a bad contract. You might have signed a good contract. You're maybe. Maybe. I assume Sergio Aragonis is rich. He, we talked about yeah, that with him, didn't well. we? Yes, he lives. Yeah, we he lives in the that. Napa Valley. So yeah, he yeah. Is, he is he was saying fine. how you got it. Yeah, that was that was our lesson one day. We 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 ended up. Uh, being at a signing, Sergio Aragonis was at, and he uh, didn't have a lot of people there, so we just talked his ear off for forever. And uh, he was talking about being rich, and he was saying, like, you know, you can be rich, but, you know, who's enjoying the pool? Your wife and kids. You're still working, yeah. doing the thing you do, so yeah. you might as well do the thing you love to do, because that's what you're going to be doing, whether you're rich or you're poor. Yeah. You know, I mean, otherwise, you're just like, you're making money for other people, so do the thing you love to do. And I was like, oh, that sounds good. And it was like, I oh. Don't, I don't remember him saying that, so apparently... I no, I just really I clearly remember that, that like, his wife and kid are swimming in the pool. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have the time, because he's got deadlines. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you do the thing that you do I'm the sure thing that you love. I'm sure he gets some pool time in. I'm sure he does too. He's, he seems like a guy who enjoys life. That's yeah. the one thing with like all the mad people as well is like they all seem to enjoy life mm. and they enjoy doing things. Well, it's a big part Al of Jaffe, mad culture as well. Yeah. Al Jaffe, you know, I mean, he's, he's literally, he's like, like late nineties and he's yeah. still doing things. But yeah, they would do all those weird, those they would do an vacations. Annual trip. Yeah. They would do an the, annual trip together. All the, all the artists and writers would go on a big trip paid for by, by, um, and what was the best one? Bill Gaines. Going to Moscow? No, the best one to me was the one where there was like an island where there was one subscriber. And then, oh, the, su- and then the subscriber canceled his subscription. Yeah. And then they all showed up on his doorstep to yeah. convince him to resubscribe. Yeah. And that was their vacation. Yeah. That's yeah, great. it was like a really small little island. Yeah. <laughs> that is great. That's a great gag. That is a fantastic gag, actually. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, if only we lived, if only they lived a time when, like, well, did they film it? Do you feel like? It should have been filmed, but I guess they just. I would be shocked if it. there wasn't pictures. Uh, I'm sure there's pictures, but it just feels like something that should have been filmed. But yeah, no, nah, that wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't, the, it wasn't thing. the way people thought in those days. One of my favorite things that Sergio Aragonis does is uh, he, before photobombing was a thing, he would sneak into group photos whenever possible. Okay, and be like in the background of like family gatherings, mm. or you know, if there was like something like a bunch of businessmen together, he'd like be in the background. So he's in like all these sh- photos. That's great. Yeah, that's great. That's cool. Um. One more thing I want to say. Well, you got a couple of things you can say. You can say more things if you want. We got 15 minutes left or more. The other thing I wanted to say was uh, I went and saw a movie this weekend. Okay. Because I didn't have men's weekend. Right. So I had movie time. And Lisa you and went I... to see the movie The Hag. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa and I went and saw Booksmart. We, I saw that as well. So liked it. Yeah, same. Really good, really good movie. I recommend it to people out there. Um, apparently, there's a my friend was telling me at work that there's a podcast out. And they're saying that 
it's disappointing this movie it's disappointing it's failed at the box office it has it has uh, it has been a big box office failure so far yes but i just want to say to our listeners out there that you can turn it around everyone and go see this movie because it is really good and it's not what everyone's saying it is not super bad with women in it yeah, I would that actually. That is a say, terrible description of I pref- the movie. Well, though that's how they sold it. I mean, they sold. Yeah, they, but they, Super Bad was a bad movie. This is a good movie. No, it's, it wasn't a bad movie at yeah, all. It's a bad movie. No, disagree. <laughs> Super Bad was was good, but this but this has a, a bit more depth to it. I mean, yeah. Super Bad was you know shock and big, and there's yeah. uh, you know a thing like there's a new movie that's coming out that's like three uh, kids who are like you know uh, yeah. they they. They they seem to super bad it, and I forget what the name of this one is, yeah, but it's, it's also like, a Seth it's like Rogen good type boys thing. or something like that. So, good boys, that sounds about right. Yeah, and it seems like that's the kind of super bad thing. I think this is the problem is they sold it kind of as a super bad. Yeah. So who's gonna who's gonna see it? Who's this marketed yeah, for? What's the? It's, 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 that's a guys movie. Super bad is a is a movie for you know 20, 20, 30 year old guys. Right. And then and, and this is not, and that's not the audience. And I do movie. think this could have been. I, th- I think there are things like we could actually do a fan explainers about it at some point. Like it's it it could it could have like had the the jokes be a little sharper. It was a little meandery at places, but the heart was certainly there. The characters were very there. Mm. I thought one of the twists that they have of like the big reveal was a little too. Mm, yeah, we're doing that. We're just like right on. Like it was so. Eh? Everything comes together into this thing because yeah. hmm? this is the part in the movie where you got to do this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. But they were so charming together. Yeah. Uh, so likable, and all mm-hmm. the little things they did were so good that uh, yeah, I was uh, I was on board. I really liked it. Yeah, I thought it was really good. So maybe we will do a fan explainers about it. I just want to tell people about it because I feel like it's been unfairly neglected right now. We've been doing. We did a double bill with our last one. We might be able to double bill it with another movie. Yeah. You know, we'll see. Yeah. We might do a double bill. We'll talk about it, or we'll do it as a drive-in. Huh? Wow. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh no, that's a good uh, that's a good one to watch. Uh we we also uh asked a question last week. We did ask a question everybody. And uh we asked two questions and we asked one of them, so many questions. One of them got answered. So that was good. That's uh, good. Actually so a couple people answered. The question we asked was uh uh what's something you're nostalgic for? And we also talked a little bit about phone numbers and giving them out at um grocery stores. Yep. Our, uh, our I'm drug per- perfectly fine with it. And so our friend Louise uh, said, I, I also don't like uh, giving my phone number out at a cash register. Not only is it a security issue, but you also make the cashier type in your 10 digits. I printed up my card uh, from London Drugs Extras website so I can hand it to them to scan. That is a good idea. I should probably do that. Worth the extra uh, for the $5 bonus for every 10 visits. Didn't know that was the case. I'm all for that. <laughs> um... And uh, and then Louise says, I was talking about my high school. Uh, uh, oh, okay. After hearing Ian wish his high school had an improv group, which it did not. It was a sketch group. That's how I met you. Uh, I got yes. nostalgic for the early days of improv in Vancouver. There were some pretty dysfunctional group dynamics, but it was exciting to see a new comedy art form emerge. Plus, it was fun to work the box office and have thousands of dollars in cash passing through my hands every night. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's right. That's it how it was popular. all cash, man. Yeah. All cash, brother. Sure this was before Interact. Yeah. This was before no one would pay with like a credit card. No, one at all a credit card for stuff no like it was all yeah. cash. Yeah, cash. And you know what? Like I'm sure it was all above board. <laughs> I'm sure everything was fine. Sure. There we go. Uh, the. Oh, okay. Uh, I can't pronounce these things uh, well. The best thing about Christ's Olive Garden of Gethsemane. There you go. Bachelor party, the bar tab is going to be low uh, because everyone could just order water. We talked a little bit about that. 
that uh, crisscross song would made a good jingle for Bausch and Lomb. <laughs> Saline takes pain away from my sore eyes, so I can see Chris- Christopher Cross. Yeah, she said crisscross. Yeah, I just, which I know because there's a there's crisscross. There's a, also yeah, the rap group. So I was thinking like, what rap song did crisscross do? That we're was crisscross the one that wore the pants backwards? backwards yes, they did. Yeah, Christopher Cross did not. I'm sorry, you did a lot of funny jokes there, Louise, and I sold them like I sold big O tire subscriptions door to door back when I was a door to door salesman. <laughs> I sold them that badly, but I do appreciate that. Lisa, Lisa, my wife also answered that question. Yeah, and and Louise, uh, uh, sorry, yeah, Lisa, Lisa said I don't mind giving out my phone number at the grocery store because I never answer the phone anyway. That's very how true. could you? It's so frustrating. Dave answers the phone. No, no, she doesn't answer her cell phone either. Yeah, again, I don't like answering the phone. That's fine, but the, you should you should like answering the phone from your husband or wife. True, I do do that. Yeah, yeah, because you know that if they're phoning you, there's a reason. Like I don't just call her just to go, "Hey, how's it going?" Although I did do that when I was driving up to the to the lake last on Friday because I didn't see her all day. Because so uh, you her. went like, "I can't talk to this guy anymore," and you just handed the phone to him and just went talk to <laughs> talk to Lisa for a while. No, I phoned him on the way up. Tell tell her that story you told me, and then you get a little bit of a break. Ah. <laughs> uh. No, I wouldn't. I still would have had to hear him. Oh, that's true. You would have had to hear the story again. I'd have to hear again. the story again. You're not helping Ian. No, I guess not. You're not, you're not going to be on my show. Uh, there's the hitch. Whatever you're going to call it. Hitch up. So Hitchhike. Just, just going back again real... Well, no, I don't want to I don't want to talk too much about uh, about uh, the, uh, the, the, the movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. Booksmart. Uh, but would you say, has there been a movie that... And I can't think of one off the top of my head. Okay. But like, have you thought of a movie that you were put off by the trailer... And then later you saw the movie and uh, went like... Blockers. What was that? Blockers. Oh, Blockers. There yeah. you go. Yeah, I was really put off by the, that. I thought that it was just like, like the biggest piece of shit I'd ever seen in my life. I could not believe that any person in the world would want to see such a stupid, dumb, ugly, garbage movie like that right. ever. And why it was even being... Like why it made it what into theaters. Doing? What are you thinking? You're it should have been thinking. straight to video, yeah. And then, and then I saw it and I was like, oh, this is actually amazingly... Uh, an amazing movie that's really heartfelt and you know deals with these issues in a in a a great way treats kids like treats the kids for all the bad things and decisions they make in the movie treats them like that's how kids should be treated kids make bad decisions in life that's part of growing up is making mistakes so you cannot protect your kids from the the things they'll the choices they'll make like that's just life right and the one dad who's like so concerned about his daughter having sex with a boy you know and just wanted to control her entire like her you know control her like in this really unwholesome unhealthy way you know and then the the dad who you know realizes his daughter is like feeling peer pressure to have sex with a boy when he knows that she's gay right you know and is trying to prevent that from happening like it's really and then but the kids all make the right decisions for themselves oh that's good without the parents even being involved is in it, it a sex positive uh, movie as well yeah okay yeah and it's a it's a woman positive film as well it's, it's really good you didn't see blockers no, I have not yet. Oh, yeah, I would, I would recommend it. There's some parts in it that are just like dumb, gross out comedy that, right. whatever, like, you know, it doesn't make. There seem to be some I, butt jokes. I watch them with with a with no with no smile on my face. Very know? good. But there's, you know, there's some funny like drug humor in it, and yeah, there's some some good stuff. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw these two out things out there, and you uh, you tell me if you've got a different question of the week. Okay. Um, one, have you, has there ever been a movie trailer that, again, the same question I asked Dave, a movie trailer <laughs> where you've gone like, ugh, and then you ended up seeing the movie and yeah. went, ah, yeah. that was way better than the trailer let yeah. on. That yeah. trailer was a bad trailer for what it was. Mm-hmm. Reverse, has there ever been a movie you've seen the trailer for or went, this looks amazing. Yeah. And then you went to see it and went like, ugh, 
that was completely not as good. I would say the one that comes to mind for that, and it's an obvious one. Yeah. But Phantom Menace would be like okay. Phantom Menace when you saw the trailer. Mm-hmm. You were like, wow. Yeah. This looks like this is going to be a real good time. Go see it. Wow. I mean, I, I honestly, it took me a while to realize it was a stinkeroo. Like, cause it's so exciting to see yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. No, that was, no, the pod racing's fine. No, that fight at the end is okay. Yeah. No, that's okay. Go home. Wait a minute. I've been had. <laughs> that can often happen. Yeah, often happen. Kick a can. Um, so, yeah, the two questions are trailers. Uh, have you seen a bad one yeah. and it turned out good? Have you seen a good one? It turned out bad. What uh, what films would those be? It could also be for uh, trailers you saw for a TV series. Not that I think it was necessarily super bad, but uh, Captain Marvel maybe would be a movie that I thought looked better than it was. Okay. You know. We watched that again on uh, television because it's now um, on, uh, uh, you know, on downloadable, direct, yeah. you yeah. know, whatever, what have you. And it works better on television for sure. <laughs> okay. For better. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it is. It's it, like the intimacy of a television screen. Yeah. It works better than the, you know, mm. it, it it does for, for better or worse. It, yeah. it does. Interesting. Oh, here's something. This, you brought up Marvel and made me just think. I, I didn't realize this. I was watching a, um, before Endgame came out, a bunch of, uh, of um, people who do YouTube e- movie essays. They did a, a bunch of them kind of teamed together and all did like a Marvel-themed one kind of before Endgame came out. Okay. And it was called like One Good Scene or something. I can't remember what it was called. But anyway, one of them did it on Iron Man 3 and he did this scene where Iron Man saves the people who fall from the, the plane. Right. And I didn't realize it, but that was a, a practical effect. That was actual stunt people falling mm-hmm. from the plane. Yeah. And they did it in, uh, I guess, because Shane Black, that's how he likes his sure. stunts done is in real real life and uh i wondered why it was so why it was so a uh, such an effective sequence in the in the movie because most of the time those sort of scenes in marvel films i'm they're a yawner to me because it's a cgi thing, cgi stuff cgi in, thing affecting another yeah, cgi yeah. thing it's kind of like meh but yeah it was real stunt people i was just like wow that's really that's really impressive so i was yeah i was kind of I was kind of uh, i have to watch it again i've seen it twice now i'm gonna watch it one more time i like uh and i like that he's got a good tag for the uh for the end of it too which is the, you know, everything's, they're all like in the water. They're yeah. fairly safe. And then, uh, and Iron Man starts to cross a road and that gets hit by a truck. Oh, that's right. That's it right, just yeah. like shatters the armor. <laughs> yeah. Just like, yeah. that's a great little button on it. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. I do. I, I like Shane Black movies. Me too. I don't know why that is. I think you liked Predator, right? I did like the Predator. Yeah. I the did. Predator. I apologize. The, 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 the Predator. The Predator. Right? Yeah. We talked about that. I did like it. I thought, um, I, you know, like, I feel like if people went to see it, not realizing that Shane Black was remaking it as if it was an 80s action movie, mm-hmm. then you would have been a little dumbfounded because it's really, it's not a modern film at all. And its it, sensibilities are really kind of old fashioned. Mm-hmm. The jokes are, the jokes are kind of, you know, they're so so. They're, they're the kind of lame jokes you got in an Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone movie of that time. Right. Like if you watch Predator, like the banter between the guys in that movie is nothing to write home about. You know? Well, I've come to kick ass and chew gum, and I'm all out of gum. Well, no, that's from uh, They Live. Is it? Yeah, that's what um, Roddy Roddy Piper says when he walks into the bank. Oh, what the fuck is the is the famous quote? There's Get to the Chopper, obviously. Ah, oh, damn it, there's some good Predator quotes. I'm sure there's a few funny little uh, little smartass things, but I'm just saying the overall... I like, apologize the... for the chew gum one. I feel very, very bad now that I got that wrong. Why? Well, it's a very famous line. It is very famous. Oh, I know what it is. Oh, okay. Ain't got time to bleed. Mm. That's uh, okay. That's Jesse the Body Ventura. Okay. Okay. Later, a governor. Yeah. One of two governors. Two guys became governors. Yeah. Who fought Predator? Fought Predator. 
They both got the predator you, bump. That shows you the kind of training that went into being in that movie. Yeah. That they and that no one no one who fought Alien ever became governor. Nope. nope. Just the two guys, yeah. two separate guys yeah. who fought Predator, yeah. both became governor. Yeah. It's crazy. You throw up your hands. You throw up your hands. Okay. Yeah. I will. That's a weird thing because Jesse Ventura is such a conspiracy guy, right? Like he's a real conspiracy guy. Oh, is that right? And he became a governor. It's so like you want to say to him, well, you were governor. Yeah. Did you get to see secrets? What's up? Yeah. Would you like to be president just to like see the secrets and yeah. like see what happened with Kennedy and see if there's aliens and shit? Yeah. Like, does that interest you? Because it seems like it's a conspiracy guy. Yeah. That would be an interesting thing to do. I feel like, do we want a conspir- another conspiracy guy in, in the Oval Office? I'm not sure. The one thing I do know is this. Yeah. That there are no aliens for sure. Okay. For sure. How do you know this? Because. Yes. Uh, they would have had have told Trump, and Trump would have told you the next fucking day. <laughs> he would have tweeted it. There out. is no way that guy's keeping secret <laughs> one. Right. First of all, the, the everything that you heard about Kennedy yeah. being assassinated, legit. It was just the one guy. There was no cover-up. There's no nothing. No bullshit. Just straight out. Because if he, it was the case, he would have yapped about it. He would have yapped about it. There's yeah. nothing. Yeah. He would tell you. He would tell you everything. Sure. Yeah. Unless. They immediately went, look, normally we tell the guy. That's right. We do not tell this guy. Everyone shut the fuck up about everything. Yeah. Everything. I don't we think do the not... people who surround him are like, are like that. I think they're all sycophants who uh, are at his beck and call. But I think they didn't tell the sycophants. Like, I think, like, basically you had the Obama guys oh, okay. in there. And they all just went, look, we take these papers with us. We fuck, <laughs> up. We fuck off with them. We can't let this I guy. I don't think they're allowed to do that. Because there's no way. Well, I don't. It doesn't matter. Because they're not Obama guys who are leaving. No, I know. I know it's that. a bureaucracy that's still there. It's the same people working. I understand for Trump that. that work for but Obama, like Obama or whoever has a talk with yeah. everyone, just goes. Clearly, we can't let him know the truth because you know, yip yap. The next day, tweet, 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 and it's all out yeah. there. There's no way he's keeping secret one about anything. Yeah. So we gotta like. Mm, you know, just shut up. Don't tell them. I, I have a tremendous relationship with aliens. <laughs> I know the best aliens. I know the Cree. <laughs> oh, the Cree. The sweet, sweet Cree. Um, so, so yeah. Have you got anything else for uh, this week's show, my friend? No, I have I have shot my wad. Oh, no. I'm oh, well, you should be careful. You pulled that. your groin earlier. I did. I shouldn't be, be uh, doing any, oh, any wad shooting. Kind of I meant I, a wad of gum. It sounds great. Yeah. It's, what on, are, it's on the end's floor now. Let's leave it there. Mm-hmm. And let's leave this there. Dave, why don't you wrap up the show in your own Dave style? Everyone, Dave style. Do a Dave style. Wow, it's not that impressive, actually, now that I started off with that whole Dave style thing. It's, <laughs> now it's all downhill from here. Everyone, you can you can uh, contact us in a variety of ways. One, hitchhike, and Dave will pick you up. I will up. pick you up. I, I do take pity on hitchhikers. I'm a, I'm a hitchhiker picker-upper. But <laughs> not to be confused with Bounty, which is no the one, quicker picker-upper. One of the most insulting moments of my life, actually, was with my, my brother, Glenn. And maybe we, we could have done a little better. And mm-hmm. I, I do feel sorry. But was, there was a woman, she was hitchhiking in Millardville, near Coquitlam. We were coming back from my aunt's in Coquitlam. And there's a woman hitchhiking. So we stopped to pick her up. And we're like, we're in my mom's escort. And I was like, get in. And she's like, she looked in the car, she looked at us, and she said, no. And she just st- stepped back and, and wouldn't get in. Okay. And we're like genuinely hurt. Oh. We were like, oh, what? we're nice people. We had no... We had no malicious and in- maybe my brother did. I don't know. He's kind of it's kind of a jerk. But we had no. I had no malicious intent. Like I just wanted to give you a ride because you needed a ride. And she said she was a nurse who worked at the hospital, and so she needed to get to Royal Columbian. And we were perfectly willing to do that. And then she said no. I think the problem was though that it was a two seater car, and I didn't think about getting out of my giving up my front seat. 
Like probably if I'd gotten the okay. back and let her like be in a safer seat where she wasn't yeah. like pinned in behind that us. That is, yeah. I mean, two guys. Yeah, I understood. Like after when I thought about it later on, I understood it better. But at the time, I was my and feelings really t- hurt. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, yeah. But I understand. Two guys, you're right. There's lots of lots of warning signs there. But I still feel bad because honestly, we had no, you know, we just wanted to pick her up and give her a ride. Want to be nice. But anyway, enough of me and my and my stories. If you want to tell us your stories, mm-hmm. please go on our website. It's called sneakydragon.com. You can leave comments under the shows. And by the way, we love your comments. So please feel free to write to us. It's always great to get comments from listeners. If you don't feel like commenting on the website, you could email us. Mm-hmm. Our email address is sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. You can go on Facebook and leave little comments under things we put on Facebook on our Facebook page. It's called Sneaky Dragon. You can find us there. Also, we're on Twitter. Sneaky underscore dragon. We also love to hear from you there. And we've had a few people writing to us. We also appreciate that. We love to hear from you in all manner, mean, and or forms. So yeah, feel free. And remember, this weekend, I will be having a great time at a men's weekend doing men stuff. I don't even know what I will do, be doing because I'm like not really a man at all. I'm more like a, more like a, you know, growing man baby. So I have no idea what this is going to evolve. Hopefully game hopefully cards card games crib preferably mm-hmm. i hope we play a game that we call buffalo balls but i'm sure it has other names <laughs> for it which is a game once again you have pulled your groin sir yes i should not be playing with it's a fun game it's you have like a, a rack like a uh, made of like plumbing like pvc plumbing sure and then you have two golf balls that are connected by a by a cord and you have to throw the golf balls and wrap them around various parts of this rack and you get points for where you end oh, okay up. and it's quite fun to play it's very frustrating and fun it's kind of an it's kind of an a new and improved uh, horseshoes, but anyhow, buffalo balls, won't you come out tonight? Won't you come out tonight? Won't you come out tonight? Buffalo balls, won't you come out tonight? And dance by the light of the Buffalo balls? Do you want me to lasso them for you? I will. I will. I'll get those balls right over here for you. There you go. Why, why are you hiding in the bushes?